right in my eye. Uh, that was awful silly of you. Why would you do such a thing? I don't know, but it's all over my glasses now. Nice. All Take right. That. Welcome to A Drink to the Past, the only podcast on the web where you can see my face. Ha ha. I said that as I took away the logo, and now they can actually see my face, and it might have horrified some of our viewers. Oh, crap, I forgot my hat, because I'm bringing back the thing I used to do on my YouTube channel, where I wear a different hat every week, and now I am wearing this sombrero, because it was Cinco de Mayo earlier this week. And also, to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, I am drinking nothing Mexican whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) It was revenge of the... uh... Fifth? Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like you're encroaching on Cinco de Mayo if you do that, and Sixth sounds a lot more like Sith anyway. So I, is shouldn't be Revenge of the Sixth? Because that Probably. gives us one extra day to drink a lot of tequila. So there you go. Makes sense. I had some tequila and homemade margaritas. It was pretty sweet. All right. Um, anyways, my name is Sean Michael Patrick Thompson, the host of Drink to the Past. Uh, and, oh, I can... I Oh. Crap, I dropped my thing. I I can actually even use my drink card, which I still have for my old YouTube channel. (laughs) So I'll remind the viewers at home of when to drink by holding up my handy-dandy drink card. You should probably rewrite it backwards. It looks backwards to me. There There you go. There we go. Drink. Drink. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why it would appear backwards. It's backwards because you drink too much. Nerd. 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 Yeah. Well, whichever direction I hold it up, I hope you will be drinking along at home. Um, anyways, uh, so uh, this week we have Crow, if you haven't recognized his voice by now. He's joining us once again. Woo-hoo. What are you talking about? I'm brand new. First time, first time ever. Yep. We've never had a bird on the podcast before. Nope. And We've never made this joke before. Of course, we have my glorious co-host, Chris. What's your last name, Audette? Chris, what's my last name? All that. I, what? I don't know what it is. I don't know much. I don't know either. It's really hard oh to put God, I've lost my memory. with this uh, headphones. When I when I came up with this plan, I mostly was putting the headphones on top of the hat. But with hats like this, it doesn't work like that. So what do you think about that? Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Anyways, today on Sean Drinks Something Stupid, I'm going to be the dungeon master. And dungeon mastering is much more hilarious while you're drunk. So I'm going to do an Irish car bomb right the hell now. <laughs> Oof. Jesus, man. Oh my god. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? No. Mm. Mm. I haven't had one of those in a long time. Mm. That's good stuff. I got I'm going to have to like cut holes in this hat or something so my headphones go through it. Mm. You know good. that thing that the uh, dwarves and the game, the board game Small World do, where they drink their beer and they're just spilling it completely into their beard. That just happened to me. <laughs> uh, that happened a little bit to me. It just kind of came out the corners of my mouth there because this stein is kind of large. Um, also, I have a thing that I used to do on my YouTube channel where I'd also show off some of my random glassware. So this is a stein from uh, Gunther Tootie's Diner, which used to exist in the town where I lived, and now it doesn't, but there are other ones in other towns in Colorado, and they're not as cool because I don't want to drive for an hour to go there, but I would really go there all the time if it was close by. So, rest in peace, Gunther Tooties. 
It was awesome. Little 50s diner place. Five cent hamburgers on Wednesdays. That was great. All right. Uh, so drink if you haven't already, because uh, on the podcast here, every time we drink, you have to drink. It's a complicated game like that. Um, anyways, next piece uh, thing we're going into is uh, the news and booze here. So we're going to talk about booze and talk about video gaming and maybe some tabletop news. But I haven't seen any interesting tabletop news this week, I think. So we're not going to talk about tabletop news. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway. Um, Crow, what you drinking? I'm drinking Kahlua brand White Russian. It's the only way that I'll drink vodka. Huh. But it's, just, it's just vodka and coffee. I'm really gonna, tasty. I'm going to introduce you to a good vodka when you come out to Colorado. It's, uh, it's I guarantee you won't like it. Okay. Well, I'm going to make you try Dry it anyway. don't settle well with me. Okay. This one's pretty good. Um, Because I, I like some liquors or, or some vodkas and others. I'm just like... It tastes like you're trying to get me drunk as quick as possible, and I know that that's exactly what they want to fucking do. So uh-huh. that's kind of annoying. But, um, yeah, it's uh, the one I'm thinking of is called Reka, uh, which is an Icelandic vodka, which is a little different in characteristics, um, and it's filtered through lava rocks, which, as far as I know, is no better or different than any other form of filtration, but it sounds so much more metal. Um, also I didn't have any Jameson for my car bomb so I'm going to plug Talnua Irish Whiskey you can find them in hey there I am hey look Crow exists and for some reason our pictures flip flopped that's (laughs) that was kind of random hey you're missing a tooth too yeah yeah we match yours is on top never never grew in it's never existed huh that's hilarious mine alright sweet I don't have I don't have one of those webcams. Yeah. Shame. So it's probably for the best. Instead, you get Chris's little <laughs> avatar here, which is a little flapper girl. Or something. No, that's a flapper. It was a Call of Cthulhu character. Oh, nice. And you just left it as your Discord avatar forever. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Only character I played in that game to come out of the adventure more sane than less. Awesome. All right. Um... Chris, what you drinking? Are you drinking the beer I brought you? I am drinking the beer you brought me. Thank you for bringing that beer to me, by the way. It yeah. is Centurion <laughs> Barley uh, Wine Ale. Barley Wine Ale. That is a weird thing to say. Uh, from Golden City Brewery. Yeah, so I got one of them, too. Comes in a little can, because it's like, what is it? This is the this one actually is their second release of a barrel-aged one. The first one was barrel-aged for a year, and these ones were put in at the same time and taken out another year later. So we get two years of barrel-aging in these ones, uh, which is pretty awesome. Uh, but it ends up putting it at, what, 15.7%? Yes, 15.7. So... Little can, but that's okay because I'm dungeon mastering and it's it will be hilarious when I'm more drunk or something. If I run out of this, <laughs> I'll have to go get something else too. Indeed. Uh, <clears throat> anywho, uh, let's get into the news and booze here. Um, so Doom Eternal finally has a release date for Nintendo Switch, which is June 23rd. I bought it on PS4 last week, and so I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not, like, mad that I bought it on PS4. It's Doom is a game series that I might double dip for, so I might go get it on Switch later after a price drop or something. Um, you guys played Doom Eternal or interested or waiting for a Switch? I haven't done it yet. Yeah. I plan to. Going to get it on Switch? Yeah. Okay. 
June 23rd is your date then. I still haven't played the uh, Doom 2016. I would recommend which... you do that, except for the fact that you get motion sick when you play first-person shooters. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't Okay, happen. I also have not played Doom. Uh, 2016 is really good, so uh, I would definitely check that out. Um, and the story was surprisingly good for a shooter, too. Because, um, like, normally shooters are like, eh, the story was fine, it was there. Uh, but every now and then, like, you get, like... Uh, Halo Reach, or or th this one, I think, is up there in my favorite shooter stories ever, is Doom 2016. So, uh, definitely worth checking out there. And it's usually on sale for most systems. Um, not always on Switch, but it goes on pretty good sales on Switch, even so. Um, next piece of news, uh, the ESRB rating for Cyberpunk 2077 is now online, and has revealed that, quote... Customization can include depictions of breasts, buttocks, and genitalia, as well as various sizes and combinations of genitals. And the, I, I think the reason they're doing that uh -huh. is uh, an inclusivity thing. Probably, but it, it, it sounds like mix and match, like you can have like both. Like, is that... Hmm. Yeah, that, that's part of the inclusivity thing. Right, I... But what would you do with a dick and a vagina? Uh, <laughs> everything you could ever hope for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, are you guys excited about uh, being able to customize your junk? I don't know if excited's the right word, but I'm like, I'm looking at the game again. I was like, it's been on my wish list, but now I'm considering pre-ordering it. Uh -huh. I'm excited to be able to tell people when they buy it, enjoy the game, go fuck yourself. Because you can do that. <laughs> right? I'm not actually going to say that. I'll get fired after the first one. Right, yeah, you know. I mean, you're assuming your company will live through the COVID problem. Which, how are you guys doing? Are you doing okay? As far as... Uh, what? GameStop and existing with the <laughs> virus going on? Yeah, uh, stores are working on reopening slowly as, as states free themselves up. Yeah. Um, we, my store is slated to open up next Friday. Uh, we'll see how this goes. It's going to be a very limited open. It's going to be, I imagine, mostly returns. So <laughs> give it about a month and then ask me that question. Right. They'll all be the like, meantime, yeah, I'm tired of Animal Crossing now. I've had it for yeah, all well, of quarantine and now I need something different. <laughs> something you like can, that. uh, <laughs> if you want some good, like, information on what's going on in the back end, actually, uh, Red and Hick. Went over quite a bit of stuff hmm. on uh, Busted Buttons Sweet. recently. Check them out. I mean, we're at war with them. Right. Well, we skipped a week Something of being like at war, though, so I'm not sure if it still <laughs> counts. <laughs> I was like, I, I was going to use it as a running joke, and then I forgot it. And then I was like, I thought about um, it a couple of times last week. I'm like, could I shoehorn in our stupid war with Busted <laughs> Buttons? And I, I just never got a chance. So pretend we're still at war with Busted Buttons. Grr. Yes. We drink more on our podcast than they drink on theirs. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we probably drink on more on this podcast than most podcasts. Like any other <laughs> four put together, probably. Um, that's probably a reasonable number. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Animal Crossing, um, Olivia's Fashion and Home Furnishing Company, I think that's what they are. The company is called Olivia's. I've never heard of them, but as I think on their website, they are some sort of fashion and home furnishing company. 
they are now offering interiors design consultation for your Animal Crossing New Horizons Island home interiors, charging roughly $50 an hour. And I assume some people are paying $50 an animal for home consultants to it, tell them how to decorate the interior of their animal I mean, home. good on the people that are... Right, like, this is an amazing... That, who the fuck is spending money on this? I don't know, but, like, I am certain that people are because it is Animal Crossing, right? Uh, it's it... dumb. But I did see something really cool. I don't remember who it was, but somebody apparently has like a talk show done in Animal Crossing, and they have like huh. one of the rooms in their house set up like a talk show studio. That's hilarious. That's cool. Yeah. So, you uh, interested in hiring a consultant? No. Not at that be on price. That talk show. <laughs> I would be on that talk show, and I don't even play Animal Crossing. Uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered. Yes, you do. I played Animal Crossing once. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered for Switch is launching June 19th and is inexplicably priced at $10 more than other versions because Switch tax, but also it includes the DLC, so... I don't know what to make of that. I'm like, whatever. It's Burnout on Switch. I'm gonna fucking buy it. That sounds awesome. I love yeah. Burnout. And it's like the one of the best... It's probably, like, short of Mario Kart, the best racing game to put on Switch, right? It is such a party game. I mean, any racing game is good on Switch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Any thoughts on that, Chris? No. Okay, any thoughts on that there beer? Which I'm now opening. Yes! Uh, Bar this is... Bar barley wines and barrel aged have always kind of sat funny with me, but mm. like this is, I'm, st I'm still I'm still enjoying it. I'm gonna give it a fifteen point seven. That is very pretty high, high rated. Yeah. Speaking of ratings, Sean, I don't believe you gave us one. Uh, not yet. I just opened it. Um, oh well, I okay. guess I did the Irish car bomb. I could have done that. Um, yeah, I like Irish car bombs. So, so give that a good fourteen. Um, it's a cocktail I can get into and I, I'm not like huge on cocktails. I just do them because they're funny on the podcast. Um, <clears throat> but this one is like one that I would like drink as a go-to if I could just have that flavor and like sip it, that would be wonderful, but you have to chug it. So I don't do them all the time. Um, cause, uh, if you don't chug it, then the, uh, Bailey's will curdle inside of the Guinness and that doesn't sound <laughs> as appetizing. Um, I've never waited around long enough to find out because my family is excellent at chugging. I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I am a one very our, slow drinker. One of our skills. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is really good. This is a lot smoother than just the regular barley wine or the, uh, other one that I had when they had the one year barrel aged one. So this is, hmm. I'm, all, I'm all spilling almost. I'm sure that was beautiful to watch me just like all over on the video here. And now that we have video, that's going to be a blessing and a curse. But luckily it won't be a curse for me. It's just our poor viewers. Uh, we're also available on Podbean if you don't want to look at me anymore. <laughs> and Apple Podcasts. Ah, shameless plug. 
subscribe and review us in June. Anyway, uh, inside the po- inside the podcast. Yeah. Um. So here's an interesting one. Um, a company that worked with Nintendo on hardware during the Wii generation called IQ uh, has been hacked, and the hacker leaked. Uh, tech demos for Nintendo Legacy games, source codes for the Nintendo 64, GameCube, and Wii operating systems, and debug builds for various Pokemon games, uh, among other things. Those are kind of the, like, the big things, uh, but this is, like, the biggest data breach in Nintendo history. Like, they've got the source code for three of their consoles' operating systems now, which is, like, kind of crazy that that much ended up leaking. Um, there's, I, I follow a guy on Twitter that, uh, is always doing like, um, uh, it's called Dr. Lava's Lost Pokemon and he does like different articles and YouTube videos about like Pokemon that got cut or scrapped for different reasons. It's really interesting to follow. Um, and he's been looking into this and, uh, one of the things that came out of this was actually kind of interesting that in the debug build, it actually seemed to, uh, reference this was the debug build for pokemon yellow version it referenced a second version called pokemon pink version which is interesting so it's possible that at some point in development they were even planning to do yellow as a mid-gen game where they did both uh or two separate versions of it so it would be a yellow and pink and his theory is that you would have had uh, uh jigglypuff? jigglypuff or clefairy would have been the two kind of pokemon uh he wasn't totally sure which because there's not like enough solid info to go off of uh but he, i think he was he, he said uh more likely clefairy for some reason or another but uh, it sounded kind of interesting i was like oh that would be kind of cool to have seen too you know you wonder what all the differences would have been and why it ended up being scrapped so i always dig that kind of funny little tidbit um <laughs> But what do you guys think about this kind of thing, this kind of massive scale leak? And you think anything interesting will come out of the, I bet more will come out of the Pokemon tech demos, definitely, uh, or, or the Pokemon debug builds. Um, and uh, I imagine the modding community and hacking community will be having a heyday with the source codes oh, yeah. to GameCube and Wii. I just want Virtual Console on Switch for like GameCube. Fucking N64, yeah. fucking Game Boy Advance. I don't care. Give me something. Right. Just give me something. Game Boy Advance would be okay. I would pay like almost full price for Minish Cap again. <laughs> uh, I think that there's already fairly, to the best of my knowledge, there's already fairly functional emulators out there for GameCube and Wii. There are, but so, I mean. You- Imagine, like, I'm just trying to think of... Ex- I don't know a ton about it, but I'm thinking that this might even be able to push that level of emulation further, uh, bring it up to... I'm, I, I, like, I'm not an expert on this kind of thing, but it's like, it takes so long for emulators to even get off the ground. Like, I remember when Switch came out, everybody was like... It's probably a year later, and everybody was, like, astounded that somebody made a Switch emulator that could, like, boot up the load screen of Rayman Legends. Um, You know, so it's, like, that kind of a slow-going process. And I don't know exactly how complete uh, Wii and GameCube emulators are. Uh, N64, as far as I know, I've seen some of them that are, like, pretty much able to just, like, do it 
like perfectly um but you know so i think it's interesting and i i imagine it will have some effect on this community but i don't know exactly what extent that will be <clears throat> and i'm also curious to see how nintendo deals with a uh breach like this if they tighten up security at all yeah, it's kind of hard to say because it wasn't a breach specifically in Nintendo. It was a breach in IQ, which was the company that they had outsourced uh, for several different things during uh, development of the Wii specifically is what it sounded like from uh, the articles that I read. Is like They were helping with uh, some amount of software and uh, hardware engineering uh, for the Wii generation. Um, so, next piece of news and booze is LEGO is set to review several gaming-related sets. This is kind of a yearly thing that they do. They get, like, a lot of different ideas, and they review them, and they're like, okay, this could work. Do we think it'll sell? Do we think it'll blah, 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 blah. So this probably doesn't mean anything, but it's kind of interesting to see that there's this many different, uh lego set potential ideas that are actually being reviewed by the official people over at lego uh these sets include untitled goose game sonic mania green hill zone and legend of zelda breath of the wild hyrule castle which like i'm ready what to a weird assortment of games right yeah i'm kind of like this is, that is a little kind of random but like sonic legos i bet that would sell pretty well and like what zelda nerd would not just go drop 500 bucks for a fucking breath of the wild hyrule castle on their desk right you i see you there crow <laughs> you wouldn't I don't, I don't care for legos okay that's I never fair did. that's fair um i don't know i i have always been like a lego kind of a enthusiast i'm not like a super huge i don't do a lot anymore but like i have always wanted to have one giant set that i built and displayed somewhere and if hyrule castle gets published i am fucking buying it i don't care mm. how much it is i love the lego games so if they were to come out with a lego legend of zelda that fuck would yeah. be hilarious that would be awesome i would love a legend the lego games are surprisingly good too uh like it's I feel like they're kind of just this game that comes out all the time, and so you don't really think anything of it. But, like, mm -hmm. every one that I've played has been, like, really solid, tons of replayability. Uh, like, I, I love the Indiana Jones one uh, specifically because that was the first one where you could, like, after you beat the game, you could, like, customize a character and just go through the levels again with your character that you had made yourself with any ability that any character you had seen in the game had ever had and so mm -hmm. i was just like this some ridiculous mishmash of lego pieces that i made uh carrying around a bazooka that some guy had had in some <laughs> random level and just the entire game i'm just nuking people with my fucking bazooka it was amazing that's why like that's why I like Lego Star Wars. There was nothing funnier than going through a level as uh, General Grievous and Jar Jar Binks. So that sounds perfect. All right. The perfect duo. Mm. A master and his apprentice. <laughs> Indeed. Mm. Grievous had to get his skills from somewhere. A super good beer. Um, I am going to rate this now. So Centurion Barley Wine. Um, like I said... 
uh, Golden City Brewery. Obviously, I've been talking about them as one of my favorite beers. And Crow, when you get back here, I have an extra can of this just for you. This is something that I call a 17. Because you've been... You asked me last time you were on. You're like, you have a 17 beer I can try? I'm like, I got a four-pack of them. Chris just drank one. I'm drinking this one. And when you get back, you and me will share the other two. And I, I do want to point out that this tiny little can here is about the equivalent of uh, two regular beers. Yeah. Okay. In terms I mean, of alcohol. It depends on what you consider regular, right? It's, it's like, because let's see, this is, this is a six-ounce can, I think. Maybe an eight-ounce. I'm not sure. It's an eight ounce. It is, okay, it's an eight ounce. So at 15.7, that's equivalent to a pint of something that's uh, like an 8% beer, which is still fairly high. This is this is the equivalent of four Guinnesses okay. in an eight ounce beer. I look forward to it. Yeah. Probably won't be till the summer. Um, july august okay yeah but it'll be waiting in my fridge for you so there you go all right and final piece of news and booze is all kinds of things because the inside xbox games reveal happened uh which uh was kind of interesting either of you watch that nope i, I should not okay well it was like imagine a nintendo direct but like with a lot less interesting stuff and it was for <laughs> xbox uh, so it was fine. There was a lot of like cool stuff, but nothing like Nintendo Direct quality. Like, like you know, you just my hype level was never nearly as much as like a Nintendo Direct. So, anyways, hmm. um, their first game that they revealed was the official first gameplay uh, for the Xbox Series X. Uh, was a game called Bright Memory Infinite, which the trailer for this actually looked pretty cool because it's like, first of all, it's like super like high def realistic graphics and it's almost like a Call of Duty style game or something and you're, you're like shooting down bad guys and then suddenly he like shoots a laser out of his arm and like hook shots to another guy with it and then he's like cutting people up with swords and then he's driving a DeLorean. It's crazy. There is so much going on in this game that I'm just like, I fucking want whatever this is. I'm not really sure how to describe it. There's so much going on. Uh, but that looked super cool. Uh, I think that was the best thing they could have like shown off first. That was the only one that I was really like, oh, wow, that, that graphically is something that looks absolutely incredible. Because my one kind of nitpick with this presentation is like, all of the games on here look like they could run on my regular PS4. I don't even have a PS4 Pro, but I'm like, none of them look like anything better than what current gen is, which I'm not sure how much of a generational leap there's going to be. I, th I feel like having seen this presentation, it's going to be less than uh, what we have seen in generational leaps beforehand. Obviously, like GameCube to... Or, or GameCube slash Wii to, like, Wii U. That was a pretty big upgrade. Um, you know, Xbox 360 to Xbox One or slash PS3 to PS4. That's a pretty big upgrade. But now at this point, I'm like, is it going to be that big? I, I don't know. I don't know how much bigger it can get. Because graphics aren't everything. That's true. Um, but uh, the gameplay in that looked really, really cool, as well as the graphics look really, really cool. So, um I don't know if it's going to be Xbox exclusive. The The presentation was weird, too, because I feel like it was advertised as, like, this is the stuff that you're going to buy an Xbox One Series X for, whatever the fuck it's called. 
Uh, and I'm just like, okay, that sounds cool. So you're going to show off all your exclusive titles like Halo and Gears and, you know, maybe whatever else you got in the works. Hellblade 2. And they showed off, like, all their third-party stuff in this game. So, like, all of the games here are non-Microsoft exclusive. They're... Uh, some of them might be timed exclusives. They didn't specifically say a lot of them are doing the thing, uh, whatever they called it, where you can buy one version of it. Like you can buy the Xbox one version. And then if you get an Xbox series X later, then it'll upgrade you to the series X version. So a lot of them are pushing that kind of thing. So that's kind of cool still, but it's uh, just kind of a weird kind of a selling point. And, and then they said they're going to have like a reveal of their, uh, first party games in like July, I think. Um, anyways, the next thing in there was dirt five. Um, I've never been huge into dirt, uh, which is to say I've never actually played a dirt game. I played Colin McRae rally. That was kind of cool, but it looks like a fine, like rally racing court sort of thing. Um, and I'm watching the trailers for these in the background as you're describing them. Okay, cool. Um, next one was scorn which was something kind of creepy and dark with a lot of blood. Looks cool. Um, then there was uh, Chorus, which was some kind of space simulator with dark elements. Looked fine. Madden 21 is Madden. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines uh, sounded kind of interesting. Uh, it's all based off of Vampire the Masquerade, which is uh, World of Darkness. Uh, oh, is that game. a remake of the original Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines? Uh, no, it's uh, it's Bloodlines 2. Uh, so it's uh, it, it looks pretty cool. Um, so if you're big into World of Darkness, then there's something to be seen there. Um, I think it's kind of neat. Um call of the sea which was some mysterious ass thing where you're a merman or something i couldn't really tell uh the ascent is some kind of cyberpunk shoot 'em up that looked kind of neat uh the medium is a psychological horror game which i wouldn't have completely guessed from the trailer but that they had like a segment afterward where the developer came out and he was like this is a psychological horror game and i'm like oh okay that kind of makes the trailer make a little more sense because <laughs> the, the trailer was one of those trailers where it didn't really tell you what the fuck was going on. It was fine. It was like, if you're into that kind of thing, then you'd probably be like, okay, yeah, it's, it's got my interest peaked, if nothing else. Um, and uh, the medium will also feature one of the composers from the Silent Hill series. So that's kind of cool. Um, Scarlet Nexus was the next one, um, where some anime people fight freaky monsters. Looks like some sort of cool hack and slash anime game. Uh, next one was really like, I think this looks like pretty cool. It's called second extinction. And it's like this super bloody gory man versus dinosaur shooter. Uh, somebody was talking about it, uh, said it looks like Turok on steroids. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's totally just you, like, fucking up dinosaurs' days with all kinds of guns, all kinds of blood, all kinds of death. And, uh, next was Yakuza, Like a Dragon. Um, I've never played any of the Yakuza games, but this one looks like a 3D beat-em-up where you're a Japanese gangster with a magic nail bat. And what's not to like about a magic nail bat? 
I'm surprised they're making that one Xbox. Is that Xbox exclusive? Um, they didn't specifically say if any of these are Xbox exclusive. So some of them, I wouldn't be surprised if they were Xbox exclusive or at the very least a timed exclusive or something. Um, obviously some games come to more consoles or whatever. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is the next one that came. Uh, there was a very little gameplay in that. That was almost another cinematic trailer, but uh, there was a little bit of Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay in that trailer. It was pretty much cinematic. That was another thing is they uh, advertised this thing as like the gameplay reveal, and like most games were just cinematic trailers. So, um, anything stand out to you there or uh, any other thoughts on this presentation as I have described it for you? Uh, the Vampire of the Masquerade, Masquerade Bloodlines one stood out to me for the earlier reasons, but right. I'm going to see if I can find anything more out about that. Okay. All right. Oh, it's it's Bloodlines 2. Yes. Looks like a sequel? Yeah. Okay. I didn't play the original, so I have no idea if that'll be like, well, if you didn't play the original, you're going to have no idea what's going on, or if it's going to be one of those, like, you know, Final Fantasy 2. It's nothing like the original at all! Uh, Alright, so... Um, and into our regular podcast topics today, which are not podcast topics today. Because <laughs> instead yeah. we're going to play D&D. Boom. That sounds hilarious. So, Crow and Chris have come up with some sort of interesting, hilarious characters that they are going to embark on an epic quest with. Or maybe they're just going to, you know, fuck around at the pub the entire time. I don't know. That's, that's, that's the fun <laughs> of the good. I'm going to get my dice. I forgot my dice. Aha. I got my dice. I owe it to people to not fuck around at the pub the entire time. I have the coolest dice box. You know what? That's probably true. Do you have a dice box, Crow? I don't. I have little, like, bags. Speaking of... It works. Which dice should I use? Um, if I had my D3 on me, I would use it. Here, let me flip a coin. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so, I'm going to roll a D6. One or two is that gold one. Uh, three or four is the blue one in the middle. Uh, five or six is the kind of cosmic galaxy looking one. That's actually kind of neat. Four. Middle Blue die. Alright. Cool. And I'll get out a set of my own. So if I roll in that one, it's your fault. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. this cool coin uh this came with the octopath traveler uh limited edition so that's kind of cool yeah it's a leaf because for some reason the currency in octopath traveler is called leaves i don't know why but uh they're cool anyway it's getting slightly too cumbersome I forgot to do oh, the tangled up in my spells. Alright, Cinco de Mayo is officially over. Even though it's like, what, the 8th? Yeah. Okay. 
So you have uh, come to the town of uh, insert random town name here. Um, I, I was going to actually use, well, we briefly talked about maybe using that, uh, one shot that Crow and I wrote up, but I never got around to listening to that podcast again to remembering <laughs> how the hell it went. And I, I looked around a little bit, but I couldn't find my notes. So we're going to do a slightly different adventure, but it, it should still be pretty fun. Um, so anyways, uh, you all both, not you all, I guess, but anyway, <laughs> Party two. have inexplicably met in the town of town name number one uh blank 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 is the town name blank yeah would, would you like me to pull up a town name generator maybe i'm surprised <laughs> i haven't named made a town name generator like one of the things i do in my spare time is i make random d100 lists of random stupid shit uh like effects for your critical hits or uh random features Snakes for your canyon life. Snakes Canyon. You are in Snakes Canyon. Mm. Mm, dead beer. <laughs> dead beer. <laughs> Was it like Beggar's Canyon back home? I mean, probably, but with more snakes. Close enough. Fewer beggars. Tiny bit of the snakes get them off. Glass. No, there's not. All right, so. Um, what kind of characters are you playing? Let's introduce yourselves briefly. Go ahead. Chris brings the thing. I am Kelboth, cleric of Armok. I worship the god of civilization, blood, and struggle. And I like to make sure that people other than me are struggling. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a good reason to any, I suppose. And Crow. I am a dragonborn uh, druid named Jib. Jib. He has never been a part of society and grew up in the wa uh, woods, so he's very dumb. Doesn't understand people's skills, uh, but he likes animals and booze. Well, I'll drink to that. <laughs> if you're drinking along at home, you can drink. To that. I'm almost out. Oh, man. We're just getting started. So you have inexplicably wandered into this... Uh, area where are you gonna go first what's where well there's a pub there's a general store there's a brothel you know pub general store brothel all the standard uh <laughs> all standard the town things. and there's a urban housing district close enough <laughs> i mean what dnd campaign doesn't start at the pub right the kind where I say, where do you want to go? And the players say, oh, well, I guess I came into town just now. I better go to the pub. <laughs> Got to get a good drink. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Wander your way into the pub. There are three orcs uh, playing darts in the corner. And uh, there's a uh, kind of an old man seems to be tending the bar. Like kind of old or just... Like, how old are we talking here? Um. Like, has he named the dirt old? Yeah, he, he was the guy that decided it should be called dirt instead of the... the his, <laughs> his next door neighbor was like, oh yeah, we should call it uh, smegma or some other bodily fluid. <laughs> Gross. 
as you two uh, enter through the door, uh, the bartender kind of looks up from the glass he's washing with wide eyes. Many balls, says he darkly, has the man who steps in a pub today. And why is that, old man? Well, you see, this, uh, uh, this pub is, uh, frequented by many orcs because it is the closest pub to their encampment just outside of town, you see. Their chieftain, oh. Bilge Cradle, the needlessly muscular, makes them bring him a keg of ale every week, and while they're picking it up, they like to drink and fight in the pub. But then one night, they did not return, and the chieftain has become mad and declared war on anybody who enters the pub except MacGuffin, which is my name. I am MacGuffin, the bartender. I provide oh, their ale, mean, so I can come in. I, I get the exception there. Does that mean that you'll be, like, critically plot-important later, and we need to kidnap you now? It's possible, but highly unlikely. Why's your name McGuffin? It just seems like a red herring. My father's name was Guffin, so my name is McGuffin. Oh, right, okay. It seems fairly self-explanatory. You know how, um lineage and etymology intertwined. I feel like that. we're operating off a totally different set of cultural expectations here, and my culture is better than yours. What about those orcs over there? Are they supposed to be here? Uh, yeah, they're here all the time. Like, what What was the last time you went into a pub and there was not three orcs playing darts in the corner? I don't know. I can't remember the last time I went into a pub. I've never been here. The three orcs turn to you. You have declared war on Bilge Cradle, the needlessly muscular, because you have entered the pub. Is that some kind of drink? Do you know, Mr. McMuffin? Do you know some something good for my new friends here? I always wanted. In the back. Why These yes. These upstanding gentlemen need a new drink. Why yes, I can invent a new drink. He pours some Bud Light into a glass of Jameson. <laughs> I call it Swill. Well, that sounds needlessly disgusting. Just like it's already like. The orcs, are the orcs saying that I've declared war on them and now they're waiting for a response? They were, except for then Crow bought them a drink and now they're very, like, just like, alright, you're, you're a fucking okay guy, man. You bought us booze. Okay. They continue playing <laughs> darts and carousing. And I'm over there drinking with them. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but I'm having a grand old time. Alright. I guess you I guess you made peace with them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this works. I don't understand the society. Oh, so as Crow goes over to play darts and drink with the orcs, uh, Chris McGuffin uh, turns to you. Yeah. Now you see, young man, I uh, I wouldn't be too sure about staying here very long. Other orcs may come, and they may also think that you have declared war on their master, Bilge Cradle, the needlessly muscular. Even Bilge Cradle oh, himself may come soon. Uh, perhaps. I don't know. Usually he sends his minions to come and get his booze. Um, 
He's been plaguing our town for quite a while now. Uh, oh, he thinks that we declared war on him, did he? Uh, yes, indeed, he does. Excuse me, Mr. Stuffin. Why? Why is it so needless? I mean, why? Why are his muscles so needless? Mostly because of the steroids, I think. I don't know. Is that a kind of food? Sure. War isn't needless. It's the ultimate expression of civilization. Observe, I'm going to stab the nearest orc. <laughs> Make an attack roll. Alright. Uh, should I just use my online dice roller? Sure, that's something? fine. Or whatever dice you've got. I'm not that worried about it. I, I thought okay. about making up a roll 20 or something so that we could all like map this out and stuff, but then I was like... That sounds yeah, that's like a, a lot of work, and I'm already roll twentying like two other campaigns and trying to. It's know, a one shot. Like, yeah, it's yeah. It's, Whatever. Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, that's a nineteen to hit. Right. Nineteen will hit. And that'll be nine damage. <laughs> he seems almost entirely unexpecting to be stabbed just then. And he's, like, just totally shocked and nearly dead at your, uh, uh, mighty blow. Roll for an And I stabbed him from across the room with a halberd, so. Impressive. Roll for initiative. I forget, which one do I roll? Uh, d20 plus d20? your dexterity, unless you have, like, a feat or something that increases your initiative. Which I don't think there are in... Fifth edition, as commonly, um, and that's a okay. twenty total because I rolled another nineteen. Nice. I rolled a twelve and a plus one, so I have thirteen. Okay. So that was um, thirteen for Crow. What was yours, Chris? Twenty. All right. Oh. Who's in Oh! There? A new challenger has arrived. What is happening? It's a Nick. A Nick, you say? Just in the nick of time. <laughs> Actually, we're already in the middle of the podcast. But... Hello, Nick. Yeah, I wasn't Hello. expecting this, and this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever had an intrusion on the... <laughs> No, I've always kind of, I kind of thought about it, like, a few times, like, I was like, what if I just, like, start the podcast, and then, like, get going a little bit just by myself, and then join the Discord where Chris is, and <laughs> just be like, hey, Chris, we're already recording, and he'd be like, wait, what? Uh, so, welcome, Nick. Introduce yourself, apparently. Hi, I am Nick. <laughs> um... <laughs> Here I am. Cool. Who do you want to know? <laughs> I'm Nick. <laughs> uh, Nick, do you have a 5th uh, edition level 1 character ready? <laughs> I could pretend. Okay, let's go with that. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Uh, vaguely familiar enough with 5th edition that you can wing it? Sure. <laughs> This is gonna be I, I could, I could send you a be amazing. Okay. I could send Something you a character sheet if you want. And we have to drink. <laughs> uh, okay. Let me get some beer. Be right back. I'll drink. To I that. should also get a drink. All right. I'll drink to that too. Cool. Uh, so we're gonna have a short break in the action here. Bum, bum, bum. Um, 
while I go over this beer and write down the initiative. Um, which was... Something. Alright, so... Since we're not having a video game topic, let's use this interim to talk about video games very briefly. Uh, so, Chris, uh, have any video game characters ever made you whack off furiously for hours on end? Uh, no comment. Okay. Alright, that was our video game topic for the week. <laughs> and now Crow is back, so we can get back into the action, I believe. Uh, we'll wait for Nick uh, until he's ready, I guess, or something. Uh, Hi. Chris, your initiative is first. Alright, uh, with that orc I stabbed, I'm going to continue stabbing him, because war is glorious. Alright. Wait, I just want to know, where am I in the initiative list? Uh, you are currently at the bottom, unless Nick rolls so, lower than you. While this is going on, I'm just still throwing darts. Yeah. And I, I believe it's one of the so I'm going to deal him six more damage. Alright, that orc dies. I'm going to say, you shouldn't have declared war on a cleric of Armok. You declare war by oh. coming in pub, you fool! Uh, potato, potato. Anyway, you're probably going to die. <laughs> Alright. The uh, like potatoes. other two orcs uh, decide to attempt to punch you in the teeth for trying to kill them. Uh, Chris, uh, one of them rolls a seven, which I assume misses. Um, yeah, that'll miss. The next one rolls a natural one, uh, which gets him a critical miss chart, which is a house rule of mine, which is hilarious. So, critical misses. <clears throat> are we doing videos for this? Yes, we are. Yeah, you can do a video yes. if you want to put on your uh, webcam there, Nick. All right. <clears throat> so, um... Chris, <laughs> on the critical miss chart, he rolls, uh, the enemy pulls out a gun, so the enemy in this case is you, you pull out a gun, and you shoot his dick off, he takes 1% damage, and loses his dick. Uh, can I roll the D percent? You may roll the D percent. <laughs> Uh, he takes 93 damage. <laughs> he is dead. <laughs> it's like the scene from Robocop. <laughs> what the actual fuck did I just waltz into? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you see, a, uh, there was some figure opens the door and sees <laughs> one guy shoot an orc's dick off. And he pauses <laughs> and questions his decision to go to this particular this is a great structure. Pub, isn't it? <laughs> I go to this pub again. I never come to this pub. Now it was the town of town, but... it was the town of Snakes Canyon. I came here to make sure there were enough snakes for people to sufficiently struggle. Are you going to shoot my dick off, mate? I mean, are you going to declare war on me? What the fuck would I declare war on you? You just shot that man's dick off. Well, that orc's dick off. He declared war on me, so I was like, okay, he'll shoot his dick off. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, you feel some... Crow, it's your I turn. Know. Uh, I'm, uh... 
Wait, how far away is the, the other orc? The other orc is, like, probably real close to you. You were all playing darts and drinking and carousing together before Chris decided to shoot their dicks off. That's fair. Uh, can I roll a strength check to just push him away with my cane? Yeah. Just, just push him closer to Chris. Okay. What would I roll for that? Uh, just roll a d20 plus your strength modifier. He'll roll an opposed check to resist. Fucking damn it. Stop falling! <laughs> this is the most real D&D experience I've had in a while. Nice falling off the table. Right. On my desk instead of on where the keyboard drops. Okay, so another 12 plus 2 is so a 14. Alright. Uh, you nudge him a little bit in that direction and he, he kind of resists at first, but then he's like, okay, I see what you're doing. I need to fuck this guy up anyway. So he's he kind of <laughs> just like goes with yeah, it. He's you, like, alright, I'm gonna that. fuck you up. I'm just gonna go back All to right. throwing darts. Nick, would you like to roll for initiative? Sure, what do I roll for that? D20 or D6? Uh, D20 plus dexterity modifier, whatever that is. Which of the numbers in order is the dexterity number? Second. Uh... You, you can one. you can you can assign them if you want, but uh, I I put them in a random order. I put fifteen as my second one. I'm assuming that's a plus two modifier, which makes that a nineteen total. All right. Yep. Cool. So I'll add you right here. Dexterity. Uh, uh, Top of the order, Chris. All right. The one that's next to me, I'm going to say, "Oh, hey, you're here," and then I'm going to hit him with my halberd some more. <laughs> awesome. You have a halberd and a pistol? Jesus. He didn't. I didn't even know I had the pistol, pistol on me. Oh, anyway, that's a 21. It was a one shot. Ah. 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 That's a, a 20 total? Is that what you said? That's a 21. 21 will hit. 12 damage. And he's dead. Jeez. Oh my god. Nick is here. Live in video. This is a drink to the past exclusive. And because of that, you have to drink. That's backwards, sir. There you Very go. backwards. <laughs> Luckily, Sharpie bleeds through. Or whatever I used to write this. I have no idea. That was years ago. Hopefully it was a Sharpie, because otherwise it could only be the black bile blood of an orc. They don't have black blood. That's bullshit. <laughs> and just have regular person blood. Because they're regular people. Orcs are people, too. And they are die they like people? regular people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. when I look into this bar, are they actually orcs or are they just ugly people? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were orcs and now they're bloody pulp. Alright. One is mincemeat, one is half an orc, and one is... And one... Cushion. Yeah, one just has so no as dick a... in a, just a gigantic hole where his dick used to be. Goodness, I'm not going to look at that. As a person who just woke up hungover in some weird pub, how do I feel about this? <laughs> I don't know. Make a... <laughs> Roll for feeling. Check. Roll wisdom. I'm assuming that's the fifth one here. Dex I'm assuming it's a d20. Uh, I'm going to add my modifier, which is probably a one. That's a 19 total. Feel it. I'm, I'm feeling okay. You feel like that was a thing that probably had context that you don't understand. And it, I'm going to ask that guy justified. why he shot his dick off. I'm going to point at you. I'm going to say, the orcs declare war on you for stepping in this bar. 
I don't know why, but that's that's what they told me. And because they declared war on me, I decided to win. Oh. Also, there's more of them, apparently, out there somewhere. I don't know. I'm new to this town. I just asked for a new drink from my friend Mr. McDrubbin over here. Pointing at the barkeeper. It's McGuffin. That's what I said. His name is McGuffin? Indeed I am. Oh. Neat. Would you like me to I do mean, the first monologue I did when those other guys came into the pub again and again? Uh, no, that's all right, McGuffin. I'm I'll, like um, Kapora I'll, Kapora, um, but I'm useful through. because I have booze. Also, the we... man who shot his dick off. You are fearsome, and you seem to be the person with which I know best in this world. Can I follow you? <laughs> Certainly. I'm always looking for followers. I like I following. Will... I will protect you so long as you promise not to shoot off my dick and prevent others from shooting off. I will try really hard to not shoot off your dick. I didn't even intend to shoot off that guy's dick. It just kind of happened. <laughs> I mean, one thing led to another and I was shooting his dick off. Remind me not to startle you from sleep. It's like night. a Quentin Tarantino movie. Just every now and then somebody's dick gotta get shot. <laughs> My name is McPherson Gibbleton, and I don't know who I am. Are you the, like amnesia? Are, are you related to Mister McCuffin? Possibly, in the greatest, greater family of mix, mix and max. I will ask for a drink. Would you like Bud Light, Swill, Piss, or vodka? How about some vodka watered down with piss? Better than Bud Light. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Which means A I yellow Russian. <laughs> you could call it the lemony Russian. I'll stick with my white Russian, thanks. <laughs> Should make one of those. That's what I got. You know, All if right, you take a um, white Russian and you put a little piece of orange peel on top, it's like a toupee and it turns it into a Donald Trump. That make it a Mexican <laughs> Russian? Because he's a white Russian. Or oh. something like that. It's a political joke. Either laugh or drink. I don't care. You're going to drink. I'd rather drink, too. So <laughs> I'll drink to that. Nick, speaking of which, you're on the podcast now, which means you have to drink and you have to tell us what you're drinking and rate your beer on a scale from 3 to 17. I can show it because there's cameras. Avery IPA. Uh, that one. Most things from Avery I like pretty well. It's okay. I'll give it an 8. Okay. Eight is I didn't pregame with margarita today, so I'm less happy. <clears throat> oh, man. Go get I've you been... a margarita, damn it. I've been, I've been. You're drinking Kahlua straight. I've been, I've been pre-gaming. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Christ. It's so so sweet. So creepy. It's not bad. So. Hi people. Hi April. Hi, people. A wild Hello. wife appears. <laughs> wild. So I'm gonna ask the bartender how I can pay for my drink because uh, I just looked in my pockets and there's nothing in there 
Well, if you wouldn't mind, I'll I pay guess... for this man. Oh, well, I was going to in get him to me into indentured servitude, but I guess that works. No, he's my indentured servant. Oh, okay. You find oh. your own indentured servant, you piece of shit. All right. Jesus, the plot hooks are fighting with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Better a plot hook than a meat hook. I think I anyway. saw an indented serpent outside. A serpent? Oh, no, good. There's more snakes here than I thought. <laughs> His name was Bill. That's why they call Bill? it Serpent's Canyon. Because of Bill. So what is there to do in Serpent's Canyon? Well, if you are a ragtag group of adventurers, I certainly wouldn't say no if you wanted to uh, offer your services to me in form of I'll give you some free beer and tacos later. I'm not that kind of soldier. I'm sold. I don't think I'm going to risk my life for free beer and tacos, sir. That I'm seems sold. like a raw deal. Okay, how about money? Wait, risk our lives? I don't know. How much Hopefully it's not just it enough money for some beers he, and tacos. I thought he was propositioning me. Um, I, like, I'll risk my life for whatever. I'm not very literarily competent. I'm not sure what a preposition is. Excuse it's, me? Uh, Mr. Hold McPuffin? on, let me pull out my... Yes. Mr. McPuffin. Let me pull out my book of learning. Can I have their free beers, please? Yes. If you should take down Bill's Cradle, the needlessly muscular, then I will give you all of their free beers. Sold. How many free beers is that? Cradle. Free beer for life, free tacos for life, and a free two-for-one coupon for the brothel down the way. Sounds good to me. I'm going to commandeer this chair as this is wartime, and I'm going to break off the legs and sharpen them into spear points and put the orc heads on the spear points outside the you pub. Know, I could actually use one of those spears because I don't actually have a weapon. Here's the fourth leg. There was only three orcs. And the Jokes on Mr. McRuffin. I'm a druid. I live ten times as long. <laughs> <laughs> ten times as long as what, a rat? Ten times as long as long. How long is long? Yes. Alright, uh, let's go find the needlessly muscular bilge something. <laughs> Yes, you random man who is following me. And you, Snake from Snake's Canyon. Let's go to into the uh, wild. Find Jim. Wait, Jim. Uh, Mick Jim. Puffin. Jim. Where is this needlessly muscular villain type? Uh, supposed villain, of course. Conveniently, Bilge Cradle, the needlessly muscular, has set up his camp just next door. Just next door. Oh, that's really convenient. Like, I walked by it on my way here. Yeah, next how door. did you miss it? It's like a bunch of tents. Everything in this town looks the same. It all looks like shit, so, you know. I Besides your public work, that's why I came in here. Oh, okay. At least until someone got their dick shot off, but, you know. I mean, I know it's a lie, but it, it still feels Part nice to hear. I will go outside, where there isn't a dick on the floor somewhere. <laughs> Probably rolled onto it under a cabinet somewhere, just waiting to be discovered by some poor maid who cleans it in six months to a year. No one knows where it went. <laughs> no one knows where it's it went. Like, it's gone. I'm sorry I wasn't keeping better track of it. It's the folk tale of that tavern now. <laughs> there be a somewhere in this tavern. And if you can find it, a fairy will bless you with great luck. 
<laughs> I will bless you with a yellow Russian. <laughs> I will bless you with a yellow Russian. Uh, Sparkling yellow Russian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know what just happened, but I'm pretty sure we have to drink. Way ahead of you. I am through that barley wine now. All right. So you're probably going to be nice and buzzed pretty quick here. Yeah. Nice. A little bit. Go get more beer. I'm a, I am a lightweight. I evacuate the premises. All right. So right next will... door, there is a relatively large orc encampment, which is inexplicable and convenient. However... Wait, did he say he wanted us to kill him? I think so. Yeah, or at least... I mean, that was what I was planning on doing. You could probably maybe get him to stop declaring war on anybody who goes in the pub. But Chris is likely to kill him, so there's that. I think he said he wanted us to swill him. So does that mean that we give him booze? No, yeah, that means... The guy's in the pub, that and means you stabbed him. Well, they declared war on me. Also, that means we that actually means that we just cut off his head and stuff it in a bottle of wine and let the wine ferment around his head and then we sell it as, you know, a luxury item. Oh. Kinky. That's how I chose to interpret that anyway. Can we call it Grindle wine? Works for me. <laughs> Grindle wine it is. Let's go make some. All right, describe this orc camp for us. So there and are what, entrances. Describe the orcs. They are green and large and relatively muscular. And all of okay. them are men but one. Or maybe more, you don't know. Because lots of them are intense. And I don't remember if I made any of them women at all. Because <laughs> a lot of times I'm just like, I put in mooks and I just say orcs. And I'm like, maybe I should be more inclusive. But then I always forget to be. Cause maybe I'm that's just why like, they're so angry. <laughs> maybe. Maybe some of them were just women. like mine students. <laughs> <laughs> Next drinking, we have to drink. Local joke. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. See you, mines. I played soccer. More there. people in Saudi Arabia who know about mines than the U.S. <laughs> Anyways. So it is a... I begin traipsing oh. through the orc encampment. Okay. There are... I will continue along with you. There are eight seemingly identical tents. Seemingly? Seemingly, indeed. Are these tents psycho-something? Probably not. Let's tear them down, one by one. How about... We light them on fire, and the fire will tear them down for us. I like your thinking. Excuse me! Are any of you fine gentlemen here uh, bilge pipe the needless testicular? Because we're here to swill you. I'm almost certain that's not his name, but I don't know enough about, enough about names to dispute it. Bilge cradle. Bilge cradle. A voice echoes muscular. from somewhere. Bilge Cradle, the needlessly muscular, is in this encampment. Yes, thank you. Leave packages at the door. You have Well, visitors. that went well. Does anyone have fire? I have a tinderbox, I think. I have a stick. That'll work. <laughs> we can use the stick to light... Oh. My tent's on fire. I oh. I my robe. 
This is my stick. I need it to walk. I'm going to... I have a, another plan. I'm going to go back to the bar. Okay. To the pub of McPuffin. I think it is. No, McGuffin. Was it Puffin or Guffin? It's McGuffin. I think it was, think it was McTuffin. Like the plot coupon. I'm going to ask him if he has flammable substances such as oil, gasoline, fire oil, magical goobwob, pitch. I have a bunch of boys. I'm pretty sure they don't sell goobwob in this town. Yeah, probably not. Like, I'm pretty sure most places don't sell goobwob. <laughs> if you want to know what goobwob is, be sure to pick up Five Cataclysms Mad Mask Spire. It's only five bucks, and then you'll know what goobwob is. You will not forget. <laughs> <clears throat> I go uh, to the innkeep and see if he has anything <laughs> flammable like that. Mm. Disclaimer, goobwob is not flammable. Well, oh, I hope not. If it, if it was flammable, that would be... That'd just add so many more complications. Wait, is it? <laughs> Dude, I stare at the innkeeper. Pub master. Yeah, what can I do you for... I'd like some flammable things so we can burn up some orcs. I still got some booze. Oh yeah, I'll take some of that vodka. Hands <laughs> you a bottle of vodka. That'll be three silver pieces or one indentured servitude. I'm going to hand him three. I'm going to follow him into the bar and hand him oh. three silver pieces. Thank you for your patronage. Please do not die in a fire, so you may come back again. Actually, I'm going to hand him a gold piece and say, give me enough bottles of vodka to cover his previous drink, plus the however many bottles of vodka this fies. I have two more. I can language. Give me okay. enough bottles of vodka to cover his previous drink. That better be enough. Yeah, so you got three bottles of vodka. Alright. Uh... Let's make some Molotovs, boys. All right. Sounds good so we to had me. A yellow Russian, I... a white Russian, and now we're gonna have a yellow and orange Russian. I have an idea. Can I see one of those bottles, please? Uh, sure. Hands Thank you. The bottle. First, he downs a whole chug, bottle. Chug, and just... chug, chug. Oh, I get it. We throw light you on fire and throw <laughs> you into the pen. I belch out a bolt of lightning that lights some of the tents on fire. I'm a dragon. I, I hand him another bottle. Oh, you're not a snake at all. <laughs> yeah. You lied to me. You're not a snake. I never said yes. That's exactly what a snake would say. That is exactly. You're right. You know what? I'm. You, you're Trixie, snake. My name is Jib. Jib. Anyway, I think it's safe to say all the tents are on fire now. From my... On fire and probably smelling like booze. Um, Jib is a so snake I man. He is a snake man. weapon is a cone attack or maybe a line? Uh, I would assume a line, given that it's lightning. Right, yeah. Because uh, I feel like usually they're cones, but I wasn't sure because it's lightning. So we'll call yeah. it. I have a book in front of me. Why don't I look this look up? Look it up, you book fiend! 
Today on Chris Brings a Thing, he has the rules to the game we're playing that none of us fucking know. <laughs> I have never played 5th edition before. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I don't think this game is a very good benchmark for it. <laughs> That's a wonderful benchmark not... for it. What are you talking about? Okay, so that would be I a line. I this session in 3.5. I was right. Tense respawned. Sorry. I'm assuming that it was just two lines of tents, so just two burps, and then I have a bottle left over for if I need it. Perfect. <clears throat> you gain one you can't. bottle, you can keep a fairy in it or some shit later. Uh, you, you'd only be able to use it once, and then you'd have to rest for an hour. Oh. Well, so he tries it again and just... <laughs> I burp and... We'll good job. Well, at least it tastes good, and half the camp is on fire. <laughs> the tents are fairly oh, large, uh, so a ten-foot line would probably only uh, hit one of them. It's more like a thirty-foot line. Oh, it's a thirty-foot line. Okay, then you could probably get, yeah, you probably get two in there. These tents and are it might spread to the other ones. <laughs> Potentially, depending on how ye old potentially feel about it. <laughs> Win. Yes. Thank you. Struggle more. All right. Um. All right. Molotov. <laughs> I wait for things to happen. Okay. So uh, let's roll for initiative to see exactly what happens. All here. Okay. Twenty-two. That was an at twenty. Apparently. Eighteen. Six. Wow. <laughs> Sitting on the ground drinking. <laughs> what, you just won uh, and you're done? Crow, what was <laughs> this is? Leave, leave me to my booze. Crow, what was yours? Six. Six. It was a premature electrocution. <laughs> Alright. Damn. So you're, uh. But that does imply a hell of a breeding strategy. <laughs> Lightning at your mites. <laughs> All right, so uh, hey, she looks cute. <laughs> Nick, you are. I'm write a monster like that now. Nick, you are first, so you may act now. You can throw your Molotov or pee on the ground or whatever it is that tickles your fancy. I am going to ready an action to huck a Molotov at the face of the first thing that looks at me like I am guilty. You notice, Chris? Oh. <laughs> Besides the people who might shoot my dick off. <laughs> nice. Alright. Uh, so, held action. Chris. I'm gonna cast Divine Favor on myself. Boosting my potential to kill things. Uh, because they are different from me. Okay. And and that's and I'm gonna stand there with my helper at the ready to stab things. Okay. Uh... Let me see exactly what you shot. Boink. You have a halberd and I have a sharpened chair leg. I mean, it's not my fault you didn't bring proper weapons into this fight. The tent that Crow shot with his lightning breath burns to the ground, and you can see within it stands a flaming treasure chest. Sweet. Anyone want to pour some water on that? Or maybe some more vodka? 
I could cast I could just create water and dump water on top of it. I can but, also do that, but it's not my turn. I mean, it was just my turn, so now it's probably your turn. Um the second tent that uh Crow belched at, uh out of there uh two orcs come charging, uh holding spears. Beers? Spears. I mean, maybe also beers. Since I'm Did you not say sure. Beers or spears? I said spears, but because you said beers, I'm pretty sure we have to drink anyway. <laughs> Just come out double fisting. Hey! <laughs> spears fashioned out of beer bottles. <laughs> oh, God. Beer spottles? Spear, spear bottle? He's got a glass! <laughs> <laughs> I am Thor. Uh, Alright, so they will... One will charge at Nick, and one will charge at Chris. I'm setting my spear against the charge. I don't know if that's uh, a thing in 5th edition. I had a readied action to throw a Molotov the first thing that looked at me like I'm guilty, so I'm going to do that action, now. So go ahead and do those things. Cool. Uh, D20 for attack roll. Yep. Plus, that's uh, in that one. Okay. Wow. You get a critical hit chart. Roll a percentile die for me, and I'll tell you what hilarious things happen. It was all. I was also throwing a Molotov with this and that one. <laughs> that's a seven percent. Okay. So Damn. Seven. That's probably better for you, knowing <laughs> how he writes his critical miss charts. Oh, higher should always be better. It feels better. Well, the higher is more hilarious. So. Although this one, this one's okay. So as you make so your attack, I won't get my dick shot off at least. Yeah, as you as you make your attack and it misses, you say the least intimidating thing you can think of. You suffer a minus four charisma for one hour. I say that I was looking for the trash can dot. 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 Oh. It's not intimidating at all. Oh. Wait and coward. <laughs> Pulling him from the ground behind him. Nice. Bro. Uh. And I. not plus four. And I stab the uh, char orc that charges at me for twelve damage. Okay. Uh, Assuming a 19 hits. 19 will hit, and that will... How much? 12? Yeah. Four of that's radiant. Okay. Uh, he is still up, but very bloody. Blood for the blood god! <laughs> I'll blood your god! Uh, booze for the uh, booze throne. I agree with that one. Uh, we'll drink to that, but first we're going to kick your ass. I wrote a boss that's literally made of gin. Nice. Uh, Is he a Tim? <laughs> He's gin Tim. Yes. One, uh, so the, the first one attacks uh, Nick uh, with a 10 to hit. Does that hit your armor class? Yeah. 
Wait, what's I your? I don't have armor. You have dex. You have a dexterity bonus, though, right? Oh, I have a dexterity bonus. Okay, then that would miss by two. Okay, then this, I think or one. Actually, it gets another plus two on the charge. So if it's twelve, it, it would be twelve. Yeah, it'd be twelve. So yeah, it's it. Okay, you take six damage from its spear to your uh, lower buttock. I uh, release the death whale. And I fall to the ground. The other Turns out he had no levels. He was just a guy. <laughs> I'm feigning death. It's like, wow, I didn't expect that guy to be level zero. Huh. Um, make a... Uh, let's see. What? A charisma save in order to feign death? Oh, God. <laughs> After that penalty? <laughs> I'm too cowardly to feign death. Ah! Oh, oh no, I'm dying. Whoa. I'm so. Oh no, I'm dying. My buttock is bleeding hemorrhagingly. <laughs> ah! 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 Oh, so I have oh. a good charisma. I assume that's a plus three, but I have a minus four, so that's a total four on the d20 roll. It ain't so. I will not go. <laughs> One of the orcs is totally. One of the orcs is totally buying it, and the other one's like, "I see your shit. I'm gonna kick it. I'm gonna kick your shit. <laughs> don't, kick my, don't kick my shit. My shit is dying. Uh, oh, <laughs> I keep making unconvincing noises. Uh, Chris, I assume your armor class is higher than seven. Yeah, it's higher than seven. It misses you, and then it goes to Crow's turn. Uh, is there any sources of water nearby? Um, there's a river on the far end of town. Okay, that's too far. Uh, how many of them are there? There's two currently. Uh, you assume okay. there are probably more in the tents, though. Okay. Uh, can I, like, throw my bottle of Vod like break my bottle of vodka on the ground to spread it across the ground and use a cantrip. Um, yeah, you can just like drop it as a move action. So I guess I don't see why sure. you couldn't drop it slightly forcefully as a move action. Basically, I just want to make the ground wet and then freeze it with shape water. Neat. So I'm gonna do that. Okay. So it's harder for them to move. Sweet. Can I, I do think that? alcohol has a lower freezing temperature than water. It does. Bitch, I got magic. <laughs> <laughs> you got magic, guys. Shit. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Don't question my magic. Hey Our man, magic. I'll question it, but if you got answers, I'll listen. All right. Our yeah. magic boys. Questioning the laws of physics, we have to drink. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely feeling that barrel-aged more than I feel most beers. Nice. <laughs> I thought you said barrel of Asian. Uh, <laughs> I've got the first buzz that I've had on the podcast in, like, weeks, which is kind of surprising, because I think last week or two weeks ago, I think I drank, like, four drinks, and I was just, like, no buzz. I was like, am I that fat? 
<laughs> might be that you were drinking the equivalent of like Mike's Hard as opposed to. I mean, none of them uh, were that bad. I think they were all an Irish car bomb and uh, barley wine, which are harder. That's fair because I have effectively already pro- like assuming I've had half of this beer, I've probably had about the equivalent of four beers now, maybe five, depending. You know. It's always better to assume you're just fat. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Unless you're Chris. Crow, you Unless... make a uh, magical... Uh, magical ice sheet. Ice sheet underneath him, yes. Um, so <gasps> do you have... If I piss my pants, cause he, can he make that into ice too? I can. Then you would have I can use destroy ice. water on your piss to remove the non, like, uh, to remove just the water parts of piss so that it's like all the disgusting parts of piss instead. Neat. Okay. <laughs> that's going online. That'll be, that's going to be on my gravestone. That's going to be the name of this podcast episode. Of all the shit you've said, Chris, Chris I don't think that one's going on your gravestone. Part of your pi- no, that's too long for an episode. It's, it's, yeah. it's too convoluted. I'll, I'll... Think, think about it this way. If I freeze his piss, now he's got piss armor. That could be the title. He'd be piss armor. Piss armor. Piss armor. Okay. Better to be pissed off than pissed on or in piss armor. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Anywho... Yeah. Uh, so, Crow, uh, do you Focus. happen to have the uh, saving throw modifier for spells of whatever level that was? What? Um, so, in order to resist your spells, they should have to make a saving throw, which should theoretically have a some sort of a... Well, I'm not, I'm not freezing them. I'm just freezing right, the Right, but I'm trying to give them a saving throw in order to resist falling on their asses right now, and I think the oh, most fair uh, thing to do would be to give it versus your saving throw modifier for that spell. Uh, well, the spell doesn't have a saving throw modifier because it's just a it's a cantrip that just affects the fluids. If anything, I think they would probably want yeah, a dexterity sure. check. Yeah, I was going to give them a dexterity save, so um, I'll put the... I guess B... You're breaking up there. You're both breaking up there. Can I? Lots of breaking up. Okay, so it's there. It is. Um, the DC for a neutral thing is just the difficulty of the task. So how how hard would it be for them to survive? So, I would say medium difficulty to avoid slipping on the ice, okay. which would be a 15. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll call it that. Uh, uh, one net 20s, and the other one also succeeds. So, they do not fall uh, right now. Uh, however, if they try to move, they'll have to save again versus this. So right, because be the, yeah. the ice persists for an hour. Neat. All right, and uh, in that case, it goes from Crow to top of the order, which is Nick. I will stand up and stab an orc with my sharpened chair leg. 
the one who did not buy the fact that I was dead. The other one surely now believes I am some sort of zombie vampire god. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I am a god of death. <laughs> Make an attack roll. What do I add to this three? Um, I... Your proficiency? You're probably proficient with sharpened chair leg. Yeah, so you're... I'm gonna say that's a six total, which is probably a miss. <laughs> What ho you say him. as you attempt to stab him very heartily and fail very heartily. I tell him that there was something on his shoulder that looked threatening to him. <laughs> Make a charisma check. <laughs> That's a nine. Oh. Beautiful. Thank you for warning me. Anytime, buddy. Pat him on the shoulder. Chris. I'm going to walk up behind the orc, and since I'm flanking with Nick, I'm going to get advantage. Alright, make a dexterity check to avoid falling on your ass over the booze ice. Oh no! <laughs> 18. The Russian ice? The Russian ice. Ooh, call it Russian winter. 18 is a like secret attack or secret move. Why is my dumb meme character the one that's doing better? Anyway, that's a 20, 21 to hit the orc. Because, because it's my dumb character. Meme character. My dumb meme made. character does nothing. He's too stupid to understand what's going on. I'm barely even a player character. And I deal him 14 damage by stabbing him through the chest. Okay. Uh, now, both of them are very, very bloody, but uh, neither one of them is going down just yet. But <clears throat> One of them <laughs> thinks Nick is dead, and the other one is really pissed at you for stabbing him. So both of them are going to turn to you, Chris, and attempt to dismember you horribly. Um... One of them gets a six. Is your AC six or less? Didn't no. think so. Nineteen will probably hit. The Nineteen will actually hit. All right, he stabs you with his spear, and you take two points of damage. Damage. Ow! How could this happen to me? I am uh, uh, uh. That's actually not that much damage. I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you you look fucked up. You should get a doctor. Crow. I don't need a doctor. You should go see a doctor. I'm a doctor. I like the blood. Crow. <clears throat> it is your turn. Uh, who's hurting more? Chris or Nick? Probably I, I Nick. Okay. I took Probably six Nick. damage. I okay. think I'm bloodied, but I'm not sure. Uh, do, do you want to pick so, a class? So, first... How do I calculate hit points? Uh, it's your max hit points for whatever the class is. Plus Can your I make up my own class modifier. That would be class. I think it's constitution. Can or, I play as Bart? Or constitution modifier. I'm sorry. Yeah, Bart's a class. Okay, I'll play as Bart. <laughs> Bart. I'm fine. Um, where's my? Hold on. I gotta find a 1d8. If I drink it with my pinky up, am I fancy? It's 8 plus your constitution modifier, Nick. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, first, since Nick has just a sharp stick, I'm gonna hand him my staff. Take good care of it, but this hits harder than your stick. Does um, it? Yeah. So now it's, uh... I'll tell you about it. But I, I hand it to him, and then with my second action, since he hasn't moved, I imagine, so you're still within reach of me, uh, yep. I'm gonna smack him in the ass where he got hit with cure wounds. To... Does that hurt or feel good? Yes. Uh, it depends on how hard I hit you. 1d8 plus 2. 5 plus 2. So you restore seven, but you take one damage of ass smackage. So it brings you back to <laughs> back to even. Wow, that I I was no both question. aroused and it didn't hurt. That it was that was an efficient ass slap. That's the way the druid. So now you have you have my staff. So now it does uh, plus four to your hit uh, throw. And then your damage, if it lands, is 1d6 plus 2. Also, roll a wisdom save or be infatuated with crow. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a charisma? That too. Well, I should, I'll do a charisma check <laughs> against his charisma save. <laughs> I'm shipping crow and Nick in this campaign. You heard it here first. I roll... <laughs> I rolled a three, and I have a minus one to charisma, so I got a two. Nice! I got a 19. <laughs> so I'm just like... Ah. It's like, it was an admiral slap, but you're gonna have to do better. Oh. If you want my love, which I don't know why you'd want that, but... Uh... <laughs> the woods get very... I anything for beard. But I wouldn't do that. I did something once. Being a hermit is very well. We should fight the guys trying to kill us. Chris, it's your turn. Alright! I'm going to make to stab the orc I was in the process of stabbing before. <laughs> You're going to make uh, to stab him. But are you actually going to stab him? Say 10 hit him. No. Okay, well my advantage was not that useful, because the higher of the two rolls was still a natural four. So that's my first mess of the game. But I begin to recite the poem. What sphinx of cement and aluminum bashed open their skulls and ate up their brains and imagination? Armok! Gesundheit. Go ahead. Aluminum? Next. Uh, Actually, I forgot Nick was actually supposed to be first, but that's not the point. Close enough. I uh, yelled at you, quick, grab this stick, it will heal you, and then I hit him in the face with it. <laughs> he was too busy being Oh my god, it hits, I think. That's a 20 total. That'll hit. 1d6 plus. Strength, strength modifier. modifier. Oh, plus strength? Modifier. Nick yeah, is bludgeoning. Means it's a plus five because of the plus. Two. That's ten damage. God damn. God damn. How about a woo? All right. Oh, he should have grabbed that. That will make that orc become dead. <laughs> he gave his skull in. Jimmy, no! 
Oh, now I got so stick. Oh, you killed Orc. I will avenge Orc in the name of all Orcs. I will avenge you in the name of Watermelon. He attempts to destroy your face. Does a 17 hit you? Me? Yeah. I thought he thought I was dead. He did until you killed his buddy. Kind oh, of, his buddy's dead instead. Kind of a dead giveaway. Ah, dead giveaway. I was screaming about how upset I was that his buddy died. Can I roll a charisma check with the <laughs> DSD if it's convincing? Go ahead. <laughs> oh my god, I got a 19. Uh, that's an 18 total? From my end, without penalties, totally extra. Certain you are trustworthy. He still stabs you. You take five damage. Ouchie. Doo doo. Crow. Crow. And then as a bonus action, because it was supposed to be next turn first, I'm going to cast Healing Word on him. To heal him from the hurt that he has suffered. Jesus, what's with this, like, adaptable heal shield we got? Uh, heal 7 HP. Alright. I'll take it. And that's all of the spells that I have. <laughs> all of them. 100% of the spells that I have. Do I think he said he was going to take off his pants and drink Corona while he goes outside. Something like that. Alright. Uh, I stopped paying attention to what was going on. What am I doing? I mean, until uh, we started doing a video thing, I was never wearing pants during this podcast, so he's... he's... I mean, this is just from the nips up, so you could still not be wearing pants and maybe none the wiser. You know what? I think he's fully dressed. I think he's both not wearing pants and fully dressed. Okay. You know, I'm the one guy around that I could see that happening because I, I wear a kilt, like, all the time. But, this, anyway. Uh, um, bro, it's your turn. I just have to be dressed from the beard up. <laughs> I'm not even using a webcam. I could be totally naked for all you know. No, I, I like to just, like, pretend that you're an actual flapper girl. <laughs> This has got to be disconcerting. <laughs> so, I have a shield on my back that I don't use. Can I just throw it at the last orc? Yeah. Can I use it? <laughs> do, do you want to use it? Yes, I don't have armor. I'll cheer. I, I train <laughs> animals. I train animals, too! You have so much in oh, common, yeah? you should go out. Uh, is he slashy cute? I'm a dragon. What, what's your charisma score? You're a dragon? I'm a dragon. Oh, I could train you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty stupid. I want to write a steamy romance novel now that's just like a dragon tamer like trying to train a dragonborn and then they fall in love. The dragon, the dragonborn has negative one charisma and negative one intelligence. I'm very stupid and bad with people. I will rate your trainability as intermediate. <laughs> Somewhere above a chicken. 
somewhere below a dolphin. Jot this one down to room for improvement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we're just gonna run up and slap the orc then. So, uh, roll d20, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ah, dicks. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's a twenty. Ooh. So that's gonna twenty. You get an automatic critical hit chart. Uh, so roll a percentile die. That's the. What is that? Two D ten, and one of them is ten place. So you get between one and a hundred. Okay. Nineteen. All right. Remember, this is just my hands. Your attack hits them right in the throat. He is silenced for a number of rounds equal to the number of rounds this effect lasts. This so effect just... lasts three rounds. So I just slap him across the throat and shut him you up. Just, you just slap him across the throat. And <laughs> That's happened to me before. Also, because you critically hit, you get... Uh, uh, double your damage dice. So whatever the die roll is, you get two of that die roll. What is unarmed damage in fight fifth edition? Uh, it's just a solid three. So double so six. I slap him for six. Neat. All right. I think that kills him. That does actually kill him. <laughs> I just collapse his throat. slap. <laughs> Whoa. If, if you happen to speak choking orc, you can tell that the last thing he says is, I did not see that coming. I think, I think he said that there's beer deeper in the camp. <laughs> oh yeah, let's let's go on and uh, go deeper in the camp now. Well now, hold on a sec, there's a treasure chest there that's on fire. I pull out a watermelon and I'm going to throw it at the treasure chest to put out the fire. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, uh -oh. Hilo. Hi. I think he took perform watermelon. It uh, douses the fire partially, but the rind begins to sizzle after a few minutes. A few moments. Oh, minutes? Right, I, I stare at this for a few minutes before I'm like, like this is not wait. working very well. I'm going to look at you. And I'm going to look at the dragonborn, and then I'm going to take out my water skin, and I'm going to pour a bit of water on the fire. The water puts the fire out. And then I'm going to open the treasure chest. Are you guys going to eat that fried melon? There Go are for it. I'm going to share. burned tacos. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait. Burned. I, I pick up part of the, the burnt watermelon, I say what to... One of the burned tacos. Oh god, what, what's the dragonborn's name? Jim? Zip. Jib? Jib. Jib. Alright, Jib. If you want this, you're gonna have to roll over three times. Can you do that for me, buddy? Alright, can I roll for rolling? Oh, let me let me roll my dexterity. 13, 14. Do I do it? What was he trying to do? What's the, I, roll I'm over three times. Let's see. Task difficulty. Let's say since my first time, this is difficult. This is medium, so it's fifteen. So I'll, I'll do it. Let's see. Okay. So my first roll 
ended up being a 14. So I almost get there, but then I flop back over. Second time I rolled a two, so I just kind of fall on the ground. <laughs> and then the third roll was a nat one, so what does the chart say? <laughs> Sean, how bad did I fuck up that first? In all my years of training animals, this is the first. <laughs> 54. Fifty-four. Your butt itches as you're about to attack, so you scratch it. Unfortunately, your weapon is still in your hand, and it hits you directly, like inside the since butt. I don't have. Since I don't have a weapon, I just I fall on the ground, then roll over to itch my ass, but roll on my hand and just injure my yeah, hand. Yeah. So you you take uh, your uh, weapon damage, so three plus your strength or whatever. I think. Oddly enough, you're not the first character to get a hand stuck up your butt in D and D game. <laughs> oh god, that was terrible. Smell <laughs> it now. It hurts. Oh no, this is nothing compared to what Chris is talking about. You'll be fine. I hand him a watermelon rind. He's like, you did good, boy. Oh, girl, I don't actually know. I don't think I know either. I, I'm gonna lift is the it, tail. Is this... <laughs> You'd be able to tell if you could, you know, customize your genitals like in Cyberpunk 2077. Do I recover health? How much melon health do I recover? What do I I roll for melon recovery? Is this a magical melon? (laughs) These are completely mundane melons that are acquired through magic. When they're when they're well, roasted, not exactly magic. It's something else. They're special melons that, when roasted by the magic of a dragonborn's fire, uh, obtain healing properties. It's a damn shame that you use dragonborn lightning instead. <laughs> I'm gonna give you yes, a the fire was caused by the for that to be true. Fair enough. Call a number. Huh? I'm going to give you a 1% chance for that to be true. Call a number between okay. 1 and 100, and if I roll the same number, then sure, the melon heals you. 69. Son of a great. bitch! No, it's great choice. Okay. I have a supplier for the melons, so I don't know what kind of melons they are. All I know is they sell pretty well. I got some melons. I tried. Look at them tits. <laughs> The people on the audio anyway. portion of this podcast are going to be like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> talking about the melons, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, melons. Yeah. I'll trade you your melons for a banana and two kiwis. Let's go fight the next dorks. <laughs> I pull out a peach. Where do you have all this fruit from? Oh, uh, you know, I keep it in the back. <clears throat> uh, How do I hold this peach? I have a spear and a shield. I drop the peach and uh, move over to the next tent. <laughs> the staff. It's no spear. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll go okay. with you to the, over to the next tent. As the only person here probably wearing actual armor. Uh-huh. I have a shield. <gasps> Perhaps you could purchase me armor. I have two uh, gold. Who am I getting? I don't need armor. I have two gold. You enter the... Dragonborn. Gibbies. I, I have a stick. I'll go over to the next tent. 
<laughs> counterclockwise direction. Wait, 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 wait. You said there was tacos in the treasure chest? I already there. ate a taco. I ate a taco. Wait, the currency here is edible? Yeah. And spoilable? I'm feeling a little cheated. What's so crazy? I'm going I'm going to eat more tacos. All the Well, these people are complaining about tacos. I'll eat more of these burned tacos. <laughs> They're pretty crispy. Hello. Hey. Hello. Pretty tasty. Oh, hi, Carrie. Hello. Sup, buddy? Hello. <laughs> you're on says, a podcast. Uh, Sean said, sup, buddy, and that you're on a podcast. You're on a podcast, Carrie. Chris says you're on a podcast, Carrie. Oh, what are you guys talking about? You know, just playing D&D in the middle of the night. You know, just you know, stuff. Just playing D&D and stuff. Oh, Mistakes. I have beer. not talked about Millhouse. Because Milhouse is a monster. It, no, he's not. He's not as much of a monster as some of as Jackson. <laughs> I, I was. He said Milhouse is not as much of a monster as Jackson, and that is true. Because yeah, Jackson is, is a rapist. Anywho, uh, I'm not going to go into detail on that on this podcast. This podcast doesn't need any additional elaboration on that. Anyway, guys, this is a PG um, podcast, yeah. uh, kid friendly. Yeah, you know, except for all the times you've said fuck. <laughs> well, we've said fuck like only one time, right? You can say fuck like at least two times and get away with a PG thirteen, right? We've said so, fuck four times now. Oh, fuck that. Five. I still haven't used my fuck card yet. Six. Fuck, what are you waiting for? Seven. Let's go to the next fucking Are we going to make tent. a new rule that we have to drink every time we say fuck? No. Why I don't want to die. die. <laughs> I'll drink it. I want to die of alcohol poisoning. Let's just move on. Alcohol poisoning is the only way I want to die. But I don't want to do it till slightly later. Oh. So, Until next year. Uh, Nick, you said you were going to go into one of the tents? I will follow him. Sure, I'll I'll go into the tent of Bilge Cradle McMuscle Massey. It is unclear which tent he is in, if any. Let's, Let's search. Go. I enter the first tent I see, and I say, Bilge Cradle McMuscle Massey. You enter. There are four talk or four orcs sitting at a taco bar, and another orc behind serving them all tacos. And they all turn to you and say, in perfect unison, Bilge Cradle not in here, but he in camp. I exit the tent, and I go to the next tent, and I say, Bilge Cradle McMuscle Mass. I think I remember this adventure. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if I, I... I wasn't sure if I had run you through this one before or not, so I was like, whatever, it's a level one one-shot, how is this gonna go wrong? I'm pretty sure that we <laughs> lost two characters, and then my character just made friends with the leader. <laughs> okay. Um... Afterward... <laughs> So you go in, and there is a sign above an orc sitting behind a counter. Uh, the sign reads, uh, Magic Shop. Hello, would you like to peruse my wares? Yeah, put them out on the uh, counter. He puts on the counter four potions of cure light wounds, two potions of water breathing, three scrolls of feather falls, and a taco. I'm going to pick them up one at a time, go, hmm, put it in my bag. Hmm, put it in my bag. Hmm, put it in my bag. Hmm, 
continue to put it in my bag until I grab the taco. I'm like, hmm, I'll set the taco back down and I'm going to stab him. It's that gross. Are tacos magic? That's a Nine. Question, isn't it? Nine will not hit. Okay. Roll for initiative. I'll roll for initiative. My initiative is three. <laughs> Shit. Minus four. Or eight. Me. Alright, Crow is first with eight. A lot of high rolls here. I'm gonna run up and just smack him to try and get him out of the way so that I can grab the taco. Okay. Make a uh, strength check, and he will roll a strength. I say no, Jip, no, Jip. Taco later. You have to kill the shopkeeper Mine. first. Six. Uh, he surprisingly struggles against you. He doesn't look very strong, but he musters all the strength that he has, and he holds you at bay. You do not manage to move him at all. Mm. Can I roll dexterity for the taco. Is the ultimate goal. Sure. Thirteen. Uh, he sees you reaching for it and manages to keep you just at, just barely scraping so close Sweet. to the taco, but you can't quite reach it. That's right. Put your hand, put your hand on his head so while he's like swinging his fists at you, but just so that his fists are out of range. I can't reach the taco. Someone help! I'm going to stab the orc some more when it's my turn. It's Nick's turn next. Whose turn is it? Nick. Should be mine. Yeah, it's probably Nick's. I'm gonna pull out my whip and whack Jib and be like, Bad Jib! You can't go for the taco yet! Bad! <laughs> supposed to slay the shopkeeper! Who is completely innocent and uh, devoid of guilt. But alas! <laughs> alas, is Sir Dick McShittington has declared it so. Sick Mc... Sir Dick McShittington. <laughs> and then I'll whip the shopkeeper in the face. I took a slap at him. That's a five total. I still have this whiskey here, so I'm going to drink some because of whatever's going on. So that'll be a fun noise for audio-only listeners who can't see what you're doing. Cheers. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Mm. Get there. Attack to your shirt. My cat, I took my shirt off and my cat grabbed it and rabbit kicked it for a solid 10 seconds. Because fuck your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> now he's biting it. Nice. 
Nice. All right. Um, what was going on, Nick? Did you do something? Yeah, I whipped uh, Jib because Jib went for the taco instead of the objective. Jib, your ass and then he failed it both. Since you scratched it punishment. so hard, it started to bleed or whatever the fuck that said. <laughs> uh, not not in the ass, just, you know, wherever. And then I'm going to whip the... And then I tried no, to whip actually, the shopkeeper. I have a and table missed. of random body parts. All right. So, okay. So, uh, That's the thing. Yeah. Just don't say left ventricle. Don't say left testicle. I mean, left ventricle would be worse than left testicle. So, so I'm going to figure out exactly where you hit him. Was uh, 45, which is the... Pinky top teeth. Ah. <laughs> what the oh, teeth. Oh, and hit me in the teeth. Don't doubt my aim, boy. And then I probably <laughs> missed the shotkeeper. <laughs> but it's okay because I recoiled in pain, which pulled the shopkeeper forward over his counter because he still had a hold of me. <laughs> so. I think that gives Chris advantage on his attack. Uh, I'm going to take that as uh, the gospel and roll it with advantage. <laughs> Alright, you will do that on your turn, which is actually surprisingly before Dem. Holy shit. Uh, does a 12 hit? Uh, which guy was he? Orc mage? Yes, no. No. Nope. 12, okay. A well, a natural a natural six probably shouldn't hit anyway. Usually, it was all your own fault for rolling a six. What the fuck did you do that for? What the fuck? Did you My other roll was a four. The mage casts sleep. Everybody, make a uh, wisdom save. We don't get we don't get a saving throw for that. You just roll five d eight. Oh, right, it's 5th edition, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're probably all dead. <laughs> I will say, it was a smart idea. To attack a random shopkeeper? No, for the shopkeeper to cast sleep on us. Attacking a random shopkeeper was fucking stupid. <laughs> oh. Glad we're on the same page. Okay, so he rolls 22 total with his uh, sleep spell. Uh, okay, who has the lowest current yeah, hit so points? The lowest current hit points is taken out of that pool, and then if there's enough left to sleep another one of you. So, uh, who? I have 12 hit points. 12. I have 10. Who has 10? Chris uh, let's has... see. I have 9 left. So, Chris I fall asleep. falls asleep, and then Crow falls asleep. And in this edition, that just has like a set time of a minute or some bullshit, doesn't it? Yeah. I think it's an hour. Holy shit. And, until like they take damage or get slapped awake or whatever. Yeah. So, um. I'm going to apologize to the shopkeeper. Okay. I uh, like so. I apologize for the ridiculous actions of my pet and my comrade. I will drag them out of your shop and tie them up and whip their dicks promptly. Take all of my wares out of that one's satchel first. 
Absolutely. You know what? Just take the whole damn satchel. I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chris, you lose all of your possessions. Oh, no. Oh, wait, that's a big satchel. I'll take the satchel. Sorry, sorry. I think he'll need some of these. I'll need some of his things. I hand the potions back <laughs> that I think are the ones he took. Chris. There ain't any more damn potions in there. <laughs> uh, okay, I take all the potions out of the bag and put them on the counter. It's like, good day, sir. Thank you. I'll uh, drag these two back to the bar. Please always remember to come back to Kurg's magical tax and shit. I will. Thank you, Kurg. Is he really back to the Bob? bar? Nope. Possibly. Bob does taxidermy. I do tax. Says the disembodied voice of Christopher Odette. Magic tax. What are you talking to, man? You're crazy. <laughs> Alright, now that I got these two unconscious and stripped down. Doo -doo. <laughs> what? I'll put collars on both of them with little name tags. <laughs> okay. You can also shake them awake with a standard action if you'd like to. Whenever you're done doing your whatever you're doing to them, to them. I need to get some treats. Uh, oh, I have more watermelons. All right, or fry up some watermelons, make them into nice little rinds, and then uh, I'll uh, put collars on them and put uh, leashes on those collars, and I'll whip them both awake. Ah. Ah. Wake up! We have work to do. We got work to do. Uh, yes, we really do, and if you want the these watermelon rinds, you had better perform at me. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't want to do the work today. You don't want to do the work today? Oh, fine. Five more minutes, and then we have work to do today. I don't want to go to school today. Okay, well, just, no just untie me, and we can do the work. You're not tied up. Oh, I'm going to stand up. I don't want to work. Just want to pound on my dick all day. I'm going to pick up the dragonborn and sling it over his shoulder since it's feeling particularly <laughs> sluggish at the moment. And uh, I'm going to take um, Flapper, which is the name on your name tag. And we're going to keep looking for Grindle Cringe or whatever the fuck his stupid name is. <laughs> I walk into another orc tent now with Flapper and Dragonborn over shoulder and say, Grindle Cringe, the overly musculated. Are you Grindle Cringe? We don't remember his name anymore. No one remembers anybody's name anymore. You enter this one. And there are 16 orcs standing around a keg. He's in... He's not in here. Want to do a keg stand? No. Maybe later, though. How, later. How, how about your unconscious friend there? Does he want to do a keg stand? I don't have any unconscious friends. This one's just lazy. Uh, Isn't that right, Jib? Shake him. Uh -huh. Does he want to do a keg stand? No, he hasn't earned a keg stand. He has not been a good boy today. Oh. I exit the tent. 
They continue doing tag I go to the next head and say, Grumblewald McCrindle cringe, the musculated and two peer. You enter, there are, uh... You know, I'm starting to feel like my role has been taken over. And this looks like an armory room where they keep a buttload of weapons. Do they have armor? They do. Sweet, you didn't describe any orcs, so I'm going to take some armor. You said there were two orcs in here. Oh, shit. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the orcs when you asked if they had armor. The orcs are the ones with the armor. uh... Oh, Jesus, all the armor in the armory is worn? Yeah. Water everywhere, about to drop the drink. One of them looks you straight in the eye and says, Another one says, I think that's racist. I'm gonna kill you for racism. You are, sir. Roll for initiative. (laughs) It's not a civilized thing to do. Seventeen. Thirteen. Are you gonna roll, Crow? Crow? <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, I, I I checked out. I didn't know what was going on. Rolling for initiative. I rolled a seven. Crow checked out. We have to drink. <laughs> I'm almost out. I'm almost stout. I am out. Get it? Huh. Get it? Stout. You need to drink again for that shot. I'll drink to that. Mm. All right. And sorry, what was yours, Crow? Uh, seven. Okay. Still sluggish. Their natural oh. 20, surprisingly, is better than everybody else's not natural 20. Oof. I'm going to say, Jib, use tackle. Jib uses growl instead. God damn it, Jib. Jib is too Jib high is level. Around. <laughs> you don't have enough badges to train me. Jib Fuck do I need badges for? <laughs> Alright. So the uh, two orc guards attack uh, you, Nick. Uh, but there's two dudes in front of me. You look like the leader or something. And you're the one that's telling them to attack. But uh, Flapper is in front of me and Jib is on my shoulder at the moment. I, my name's not Flapper. One of them hits you and the other one misses you. Take six points of spear to the dick damage. Ouchie. They hit me in my special spot. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, not really. Like, does it hurt? I guess, totally. Ouchie, bending over in pain, agony. Ow. Drop Jib on the floor. Uh (laughs) Jib, you smack to the floor and you awake. Uh Melons. Jib, sick him, him, boy. Who are you? 
Uh, Me? No. The ugly one. All right, kill him. Sick him. Chris, it's your turn. Rip out his throat with your teeth. But it's not my turn. I'm going to stab the one that made the racist war cry. <laughs> and I'm going to do it while flanking Nick. Okay. With Nick. Uh, 23 is the higher of those rolls. That will hit. My name is Bart. And I deal him 14 damage. As I recite the next line. Armok, solitude, filth, ugliness, ash cans, and unobtainable dollars. Children screaming under the stairways. Boys sobbing in armies. Old men weeping in the parks. I bet somebody listening to the podcast just got a boner. Yeah, probably. Like one person. Everyone else is confused. Yeah, just like, what are you talking about? I'm not confused. How did we get here? Nick, it's your turn. How much damage? So, 14 damage. 14 damage. How hurt is that guy? He is all of the hurt, but not any of the dead yet. I'm going to whap him one. And let's see if we can make him the dead. That's a... 20 total. Wait. Do I add dex to accuracy? Uh, are you, You're you using a whip? I'm using a staff. That would be... But you add strength. Strength. To the accuracy? Yeah. Yeah. That's a freaking 24. That's nuts. Okay. It's funny playing with somebody who hasn't played, like, basically anything since first edition. <laughs> I played fourth edition. <laughs> and then apparently forgot I most of it. DM'd fourth edition, and it was awful. That's eight damage <laughs> from Staff Bonk. The racist one is dead. <laughs> Yay! He always came in last. Looks like he came last in the race. I'll see I myself can. out. That will race make it. Guys, finish last. Oh my! Crow's turn. It me. Ha ha! Rolled an eighteen. That will hit. Yeah, slap him for three. Right across the ass. Ouch! Ouch! He says. I'm on the ground, so it's the only thing within reach. Does no one wear ass armor in this town? No one wears ass armor in this town. Haven't you ever heard of assless chaps? Come on. He's a little turned on by your attack, so he decides to only attack Chris or Nick. I'm going to uh, give him... I'm going to give Jib a melon rind cooked to perfection as a reward for admirable service. (laughs) Jib did good. You've done good, Jib. Uh, I'm proud of you. Nick, does a 16 hit your armor class? Yes! He hits you for 3 damage with his spear of epic spearness. I find it funny that I'm being treated like an animal, but I have a plus 4 to animal handling. Myself. (laughs) 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 But I'm too stupid to know the difference. (laughs) chain of animal command (laughs) alright I'm the apex tamer 
And now we will have a short commercial break. And by that, I mean I have to pee and go get another beer. So the rest of the party is going to talk about video games because we didn't have a tough video game topic today. So, Crow, it is apparently on you to decide the video game topic for the next couple of minutes. The video game topic of the next couple minutes. Okay, here's a fun one. What do you guys think the next... Do you think that next-gen console is going to drop this year, or are they going to push it back to next year? Given the state of affairs of the world and all. Probably next year, given... For the reasons you described, although they are pushing the hype train as hard as they can. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's interesting because most of the quote-unquote generational consoles being developed by companies and countries that are going to be the least affected by this crisis so i don't think there's going to be much disruption in that sort of industry well i think the uh the consoles are produced in china um, no. they were just like conceptualized and run from japan um china has all the fiddly bits and cool little basically tech markets where you can prototype electronics they're really cool i still think they're going to release it this year just because they don't want to miss out on the holiday window and just just go in with limited supplies so it'll arbitrarily run up demand which will help boost their stocks theoretically you know to be fair the only console i've bought in the last like eight years has been the switch a good choice which is so now. I know jack shit about consoles. The, uh... And I think I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo sticks with the Switch while, X, while Microsoft and oh, yeah. Sony go with their PS5 and their Xbox whatever. Most game consoles have a life cycle of around 10 years. Um, that being said, sometimes that cuts into the next generation. But I mean, I can very easily see Nintendo getting 10 years out of this and uh a fun little tidbit of news that i'm surprised sean never went over maybe went over last week but i think they came out this week uh with the switch having come or they've done sold 55.7 million units uh in its lifetime so that's about 1.5 million units per month so keeping up this pace they'll crack 100 million switches sold by 2022 and by the end of their 10-year life cycle, they will be the highest-selling console by a factor of 20 million. Blowing the PS2 out of the water and then some. Wow. So, yeah. Switch is doing very, very well. Very happy. Might do the best. You having fun there, Sean? Of course I am. Welcome back to A Drink to the Past, the only podcast where instead of commercial breaks, I make up weird bullshit, and I don't cut the podcast because I'm a lazy dick, so you have to suffer through whatever just happened, which was probably slightly hilarious. Today's second beer of the week for me, or I guess third, because I had a Guinness kind of in my cocktail. This is a podcast. What the fuck do you think you're doing? You even relayed the, like, you're on a podcast The name right now. of the Discord channel you are chatting in is Zero Dollar Productions Podcast. No, no, it's ZDP. I don't know what those mean. It still says and podcast. And the little button just says in, DP. 
What is that, double penetration? That's the first thing I think of. <laughs> Today's second beer of the week is the purest clean lager, which is honestly like not much better than Bud Light. So I'm going to spike it with some gin to make it more interesting. Because this not is... that pure anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. It's... What if you spiked it with caltrops? That would be very spiky. Probably cut his throat up. A little. Okay, would... fine. We'll settle for Legos. <laughs> Spike with Legos. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, so, I have a, a more in-depth review of this on one of the YouTube videos we added last week, which was me doing some kind of music thing. So check that out if you're interested. But for the most part, it's like, okay, yeah, sure, it's some clean lager. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but it's like weak as shit, and it's like, eh. Like it tastes mostly like watered-down beer flavor. So, uh, yeah, I'll give this a normal 3 out of 10, but let's see how it is if I spice it up a little bit with some gin here. Mm. That actually is surprisingly not shitty. I mean, not as shitty as I thought it would be. Like, I don't actually like lagers or gin, but that's not the worst thing I've had on the podcast. Although I did have a mixed drink that we lovingly regarded as poison. Anyway. <laughs> Shall we continue? Indeed. <laughs> Believe we're in the middle of murdering some innocent people. Yeah. Yes. Innocent. I mean, they declared war on any random schmuck who went in a pub. So, are they? No, no, no. We're. I'm. I'm like definitely chaotic evil at this point. Say <laughs> you. You have made an attempt to stab everyone in sight except Nick and I. Yeah. And at this point, I'm not holding. And that's only because I admired his dick shooting skills. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, you guys are not. You don't have green skin i'm not i'm not gonna not I racist blue skin. they tend to be uh kinder to people who stab people with green skin and pointy teeth than to you know people with like not green skin and non-pointy teeth does my does my skin being blue and scaly mean that they somewhat take pity on me i just That's assume that you were, me less? i just assume that you were a member of as one of the snakes of snakes canyon I like girls who are blue and scaly. As you exit, oh wait, no, hold on, you're uh, you're actually still fighting a guy, aren't you? So there's still one more. Yeah. Look. We can yeah. say that he's dead. Move Sorry, on. Sorry, there was almost a cutscene, and then I was like, oh wait, no, I shouldn't load this yet because there's still a part <laughs> dead. Yeah, so close. Kill the orc. Whose uh, who's turn was it? Dem just went. Chris, so you gonna kill the orc? Yeah. 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 Uh, question. Thing that I'm flanking because the higher roll of those was an 18. I feel like the sound of Nick drinking is inexplicably really like thumpy and like, and it was like kind of weird. I'm not sure why that is. No one wants to say. No one wants to say what it sounds like. Hold on, I'm not drunk enough for this. My beer is empty and I'm sad. Here, you can have some of mine. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. I'm sad. This is the thought that counts. 
Yeah, now it's like a gin and tonic, but it's not like fizzy, so it's not as good as a gin and tonic. Would a gin and sonic hit your blood faster? Maybe. Unless you're immune to sonic. Some creatures are immune to sonic. I'm immune to fire. I know an Indian guy who's immune to electricity. Chris, are you going to hit it this guy or work what? On him? Yeah, I hit him for seven damage. Oh, good. He's dead, <laughs> I think. He's dead. No, he's not quite dead. Okay. Fuck. Nick, do stuff. I say to him, listen, Orc. Things will be better for you if you just pretend you're dead. And we can all move on with our lives. But slap him so you can take his armor. Then me have no honor. You never had honor to begin with. <laughs> he cries and runs away. Attack of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Yeah, I feel like declaring the attack of opportunity is on its own an opportunity strike, so it's legit. Oh well, I'm gonna take the armor off of the other one who perished and equip it. What do I got? Is this some shitty cowhide? <laughs> um, half plate. Oh shit, that's really okay. useful. Pretty good for a primitive place, but wait, that's this is not a primitive world, and it's just like this is like the shitty boony part of it. Is the bonus? I mean, they have tacos and half plate in the works. Welcome to the bonus. I mean, you haven't even encountered the Mountain Dew yet. The Mountain Dew. The Mountain Dew. Please tell me that's a mod for Mountain Blade. That would be pretty great. <laughs> if it was. Mountain, uh, Mountain Dew is a homebrew item in my campaigns, which bestows upon the user uh, the effect of haste in version 3.0, regardless of what version you're playing, because 3.0 haste was the most broken version of haste. What does 3.0 haste do? It gives you an extra standard action, which for spellcasters means an extra spellcast. It's certainly not the most OP haste I've seen. Oh, no, Mr. Doubles your attack actions. No, the doubles your attack actions haste, less OP than gives you an extra spell cast haste. I'm going to look I'm at what kind of weapons they got. Uh, they both had uh, spears, nothing very interesting. Uh, but also within is uh, two bastard swords, two great swords, two crossbows, 50 bolts, one great axe, one great club, and a taco. I'm going to eat the taco. I pick up the taco before someone can fucking eat it, and I'm going to examine it for what makes it special. Okay. Mm -hmm. Chris, you are higher in the initiative, so you eat the taco just before Nick can get to the taco. Science <laughs> pizza! Because I'm lazy and don't want to resolve that with dice rolls. I'm the, I'm the boss. I'm going to leave the tent and go to the next tent. Alright. <laughs> I uh, 
did say that I have him on a leash earlier. <laughs> a roll of strength check, I guess. Yeah, and maybe just drag me over to the taco. Check. Okay. Oh my uh, god, I rolled a nat 19. What is that, 21? Uh, no, it's well, 22. That, that beats my roll of a 15. Chris, okay, I back. prevent you from getting to the taco, but by extension, I also cannot get to the taco. Taco for Jim! Oh, God. Dying on it! Jim gets okay, the taco. You, you roll a strength check, too, to see if your combined strength. <laughs> 20 bitches! <laughs> I yank you both. Send you flying through the tent walls while I grab it. <laughs> You fly. Are you gonna put up? You fly through the tent walls well. into the next tent, at which there is a table, and three orcs at the table are cross, playing though. cards. Each orc having a taco at their plate. That orc is cheating. My crossbow. Nowhere. Excuse me, gentlemen. Can you please tell us where uh, Quandry the Constipated is? <laughs> I don't. I'm not good with names. Every leader. Every time a crow makes a bad joke, we have to drink. I don't remember the name. I'm sorry. Every time anybody right. makes a bad joke, gotta get another one. I guess. Actually, the rule we have to drink. So. Gonna go get a new drink. Hold on. Oh man. Okay, so we're apparently having a new commercial break. So. uh... Chris, um, uh, let's see, another video game topic for the week. Um, have you ever played a video game that made you physically sick? Yes, several, including the original Half-Life. Oh, I guess you're, so, you're the kind of person that that's actually like... An easy pick That's, for, because you actually get physically sick at first-person shooters and shit, huh? And, and there are always games that I'm like, I really want to enjoy them. I want to have fun with them. Yeah. But I start playing them, and then I have to actually lay on my stomach and try not to throw up About after about 15 minutes. it It's only gotten worse with age. Now that I've had this purist filled with gin for a little while, this is actually starting to be really gross. Okay. I, I bet it would be gross. Ooh, Crow got a big bottle. Yep, this is literally all I have left. It's just a big thing of Irish cream. <laughs> well, Jesus. fucking drink to that. <laughs> Had some Irish cream earlier in that car bomb. There you go. So, so this podcast has... Drinking materials straight. Yeah, it's my punishment. So this podcast has gone on for... Uh, I have nothing to mix it with right now. in 30 minutes. Yeah, uh, so I was gonna uh, put you to the boss encounter next here, uh, so we can wrap this up. Um, so, the ground begins to quake around you. Then you realize that the ground isn't actually quaking, it is completely still. But it seems to be quaking because of the sudden quaking of the trees! Uh, Thank you. There's trees? Yes. Ooh, this beer's good. Some, oh, what you drinking, Nick? <laughs> You gotta rate it. Uh, Ooh, Colorado Native Porter. Yeah. I haven't had that one. I've had a Col few Colorado Natives, uh, but most of their stuff is like lighter. I didn't know they made a Porter, so that's kind of cool. Uh, what do you rate that on a yeah. scale of 3 to 17? 
First sip, I'm going to call it a 14. Fuck yeah. This is like, well, that actually bad. has flavor. Yeah. It sounds pretty good. I'll have to go check that out. All right. Uh, out of the center tree jumps a massive orc clad in armor wrought from skulls. Human, orc, elf, and squirrel. His only metal equipment is a pair of heavy-looking gauntlets inlaid with silver. Much noise, my cap makes, says he, peering through his eyelids, furled with rage. My men, not so good at crushing, but I make up for them. He pops his knuckles and then rotates his neck, stretches out his back, and thrusts his crotch forward, all of which produce various popping sounds unless you might want to get that checked you out you want to pay me off no i'm gonna pull out my second gun that i definitely had and shoot him in the dick uh make an attack roll with your apparent gun chris i understand why you write your content the way you do <laughs> You write it for yourself and what you would do. <laughs> and eleven. I'll take it as a badge of pride that you just didn't murder my guards in the first time. Eleven will miss. I usually don't play characters this dedicated to violence. <laughs> And then every now and then you're just like, I'm going to make Turol again. Every once in a while. <laughs> Earl. Well, that's I'm a garbage in. initiative. Rolling initiative? I'll roll initiative. I suppose we should roll initiative, huh? My initiative is I got a six. Nick, you said I six, and Chris, what did you say? Ten. Okay. Thirteen. <clears throat> Crow, you go first. I'm going to cast Create Water. Because I can make it in just a 30 cubic feet, so it's just going to be, like, about the size of his head, just a column of water, just drop it straight on his head to see if I can waterboard him. Okay. Um, I will... Is that Molly giving him a shower? A golden shower. I mean, it's a fair bit of water. That's... You have to be laying down with your ankles above your head to be waterboarded, I believe. What? <laughs> I mean, the weight of that much water is still pretty hefty. So, uh, I'll give him a save for half damage against, um, I don't know, 2d6? Fair. Four. Five. So nine. Alright, he takes full damage. Chris, your turn. With, I'm going to charge up to him and activate my war priest uh, style. Uh, 
and make two attacks versus him. While flanking with Crow, your character was in melee? Uh, no, I was in the back. Okay. So, a You guys 20, got flung past me. A 21 and a 20. Those will both hit. Okay. And that will be 12 damage total. Okay. Ha-ha! Ha! I stab him from five feet away. He says. Also, you should know that skulls make terrible armor. Like, they, they're they very brittle. Especially squirrel skulls. <laughs> make bad armor and bad shoes. Go ahead. You uh, make squirrel uh, skulls shoes? Don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer to, okay? But, but me kinky. We want no answer. Stab him, please. Who's next? Who's dirt? Is it? Oh, fuck. I got two initiative things here. What is. I didn't erase the first one. Bilge Cradle. Well done, Commander. The one with Bilge Cradle is probably the one that is going on right now. So he's going to do a shit. His name's Bilge Cradle. Bilge Cradle, the needlessly muscular. Jeez Louise. <laughs> All right. It was way off. I could have sworn the first half of that had two or three syllables. Syllables? Syllables. All right. Um, he makes a nut punch versus, versus who? Chris. He's mad at okay. you for hitting him so hard. Uh, so, uh, what's your armor class? Sixteen. All right. He manages to hit you. He punches you in the nuts for. Hard to read these dice in the dark when I'm slightly buzzed. Uh, one plus six, seven. I can I say oh. basic math. Fear me. Me nuts. I'm bloodied. All right. What are you saying that the Zork is financially you illiterate? must make a fortitude save or be stunned for one round. And by fortitude, I mean constitution save. I, I might. That was a ten. I, I might have written this in a three point five version and and just picked it up and kind of fudged all the numbers to make it fifth. <laughs> so I, I imagine a ten won't make. Ten will not make. You are stunned for one round. Oh ho ho! Okay, I'm going to be stunned for one round. I'm just going to throw up all over him and fall to the ground. Just on the ground, holding your nuts, breathing yeah. very heavily. Nick, scream! Armok, black. Family appropriate time. <laughs> You've been just killing things before they could struggle properly. Nick, your turn. 
All right, so our most capable combat person is on the ground with their nuts. Um, <laughs> Jib! It's been a while. Why don't you drink some vodka and cough at our boy Bilge Cradle? Ooh, tweak. I'll take so that. So I hand him a bottle of vodka and then I'm going to kerdunk my crossbow at Dick Water. <laughs> kerdunk! Ah, oh, that's bad. That's we screwed like... up his name. We have to drink. I bumped the microphone with my beer. How's the 12 versus AZC? 12 will move. Balls. It gets deflected by a squirrel skull. Damn! Those squirrels. <laughs> Turns out they do make good armor. I mean, they make a difference. I wouldn't call it good armor, but they make a difference. Still not good shoes, though. Damn it, if I reload this crossbow, I'm going to have to drop the shield. Just make sure if you make squirrels out of or shoes out of squirrel skulls, you make the teeth point down. Not, not, not. That's but when you place. kick people, how will they feel the bite? Yes. Next. Fuck, I'd say. Hey! I'm gonna take another swig and then belch another lightning bolt at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think armor does jack shit to lightning. I need to take so, one of these watermelons and fill it with vodka for you. Versus or something. Uh, Chris, does do it? you know how... He gets, he gets a deck save okay. for half damage. Uh, uh, he's also covered in water right now. Yeah, he should get disadvantage on the save. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also wearing metal on his wrists. So. And silver. He fails his dick save. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Lightning blast. That was like the best burp we've ever hey! had on the podcast. <laughs> we have yeah. to drink! Sound effects. <laughs> I was done purely on command. Hmm. <laughs> Chris, you almost made me Oof. choke. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm good at that. Apparently. You should have been there when he spilled curry on my carpet. Was it? Uh, you you deal him two d six two d six electric damage. Was that better or worse than the time he threw up in Kyle's hair? Five. Look, we shouldn't. We should not talk about that on the podcast. Eleven. <laughs> 11 damage, or what? Bolton, Bolton for 11. Fuck yeah. Are... I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that after the podcast, if, if you guys want. <laughs> so, that was a funny... See, yeah, we, we, we should go over that story when we're done here. So, hold on. Fuck, whose turn is it? Crow, Crow, you just went. So, it's Chris. Yeah. Chris didn't Thanks. throw up on anybody. No, let's... Don't talk about it on the podcast. Just leave it. Leave the mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Who did I just say is this? Chris? Is just fucking turn. Uh, I continue to throw up on the ground because I'm still stunned. I feel like <laughs> so to myself, I wrong. sound more drunk than I feel. I don't feel that drunk, but like when I talk, I'm like, I feel like I sound drunk as shit. I mean. Chris is writhing on the ground, gripping his nutsack, so... Oh shit, I only have... Alright, don't worry about it. Good. 
Bart is powerful. Get him, Jib. I believe in you. I need you to insta-jib him. All right. Now's the time to make that joke because it's the boss. And the last time I did that, I collapsed a guy's throat, so... I want you to collapse this guy's entire chest cavity. Oh, yeah, Chris, you're asleep, aren't you, huh? I'm not. No, I'm not asleep. I'm uh, you're, you're throwing up on right, the ground. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Was, I'm just like completely blanking out. Maybe I am drunker than I feel. Village <laughs> Cradle's turn, so he is going Jesus. to use his special ability. Um, Log. Village uh, Cradle makes a grapple check versus Crow and Nick mm. at the same time. Okay. So, make what do we do? grapple checks. Can I trip him with the chain that connects me to Flapper mm. as he approaches me? Because I was at range because I had a crossbow and Jib was also at range because lightning bolt. Maybe on your turn. That would be neat. But on his turn, you just have to defend yourself okay. against this deck. So, roll a strength check to resist grapple. Because that's how 5th edition works. 18. 12. Summon a bitch. He rolls a natural one against both of you. <laughs> he grabs us both with a pinky finger out. Grab. 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 <laughs> so, neither of you are grappled. It is the turn of Nick. Whip him. Whip him good. I'm going to... What do I want to do, Jip? Wait, you're not my master. Fuck. Whip him. So he's exceedingly muscular. So I'm going to take my whip... And whip his left ankle and then run around him, trying to trip him up like he's some kind of a TAT. Uh, I've got no fucking clue how that should work in 5th edition, so make a dexterity check against his strength check, I guess. <laughs> yes, oh, okay, that's he rolls that in that fucking one again! <laughs> Alright, I got a 21. Three in a row! Oh my three. god. Are you sure? Yeah, three. Are you sure dice aren't broken? He's at three Are you sure you're not just seeing the same one? I mean, it is technically the same one, because it is the same die. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's amazing. You see, what when you roll dice, you're supposed to do more than pick them up and put them down. I, I am a fucking rolling it like that time and actually like bounced out of my little dice tray thingy and it still landed on fucking one. <laughs> that's like a one in 8,000 chance is. or something. Yeah, I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. What happens to him? Uh, he's My completely by implausible Nick's strategy effect. just yeah. works. Yeah, <laughs> basically. So what are you doing? You're fucking tying him up with your fucking... Bullwhip. Your bullwhip. Okay. <laughs> it's tied up. Um, just his angles. I'm just trying right. to trip him. And so stop. he trips, falls prone. Uh, so since he's prone, all attacks versus him now have advantage. 
Uh, so, Crow, it is your turn. Kip, sick him! Okay. Rip out his stupid squirrel throat. <laughs> Rip out his left ventricle. <laughs> that would be That's a better idea. Rip out his left ventricle. I believe. Left ventricles are reasonably important body parts. I mean, I don't have any weapons, so I'm just gonna slap him in the throat. That worked last time. Do it. Since I have advantage. You started this a perfectly respectable druid, and now you're an unarmed, slightly sexualized dragon. <laughs> so my best I did was a 12. That's surprisingly not very good. You get flanking, so... Well, flanking just gives advantage in 5th edition, so that doesn't stack, so it's still a 12. Lame. I'm sorry, Crow, but you failed to slap this man who is lying on the floor in the throat. He probably had squirrel bones protecting his throat. Chris, it is yeah, I, go, I go for a swing, but I clip one of the teeth and just injure myself. I use my special war priest powers once more to get two attacks. Okay. Vengeance for the nutsack. Nutsack vengeance! Damn that nutsack. Sperm for the sperm uh, brown. Does a, a 22 and a 22 hit? 22 and 22 will both hit. Okay. Arm okay. And that will be for 8 damage. Arm okay! Right, of all people, you would get that reference. I am playing a cleric of Armok. Okay? <laughs> Armok best mock. Armok is the best mock. See, I was playing a cleric before I knew of Armok before I knew you were showing. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Like, there's got to be some representation on you this did, podcast. Um, damage, Chris. Eight damage. Okay. Well, I like how everyone interprets our mock differently. He is felled. He falls to the ground, and I think I have some snappy description for him, but I forgot. Okay, hold on. The massive Can I make one up? form of bilge cradles later. <laughs> Massive form of bilge cradles, bulky body slumps down to the ground. Like, seriously, it takes a long time just to watch it. He falls really awkwardly, too, and his gauntlets and armor somehow fall off. His spirit rises from his corpse, but it wears no armor. Rather, a tuxedo wrought from skulls and a monocle wrought from skulls. Not sure how he managed that one, or how it became incorporeal with him, but that is fine craftsmanship. Good show, gents. I pick up the he silver gauntlet and, his and punch the spectre. Wrought from platypus tails, oddly throwing off the ensemble, and begins slowly rising skyward. Since you gave me a right honorable thrashing, I'll let you have all the treasure. I have collected my whole life. It's just stuff before you which I has wearing and nothing else. Oh, except that container in my office. Climb the tree and find it. 
He keeps talking a while, but it gets boring and his voice fades as he disappears into orc heaven or something. I'm going to double tap his body to make him disappear faster. <laughs> My sombrero follows. Who wants orc sausages? I do, I do. Let's go. Oh, no, 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 you get away from the bodies. I'm going to make orc sausages, and they will be used as treats for you too. Yay! <laughs> I'm going to take the collar off and say, okay, that, that, that was... Oh, you don't have the keys, jingle, jingle, jingle. So the treasure you gain is a half plate of stinky skulls, 12 tacos, and gauntlets of strength plus two. I'm taking those gauntlets. We will split the tacos evenly, and I will discern what is valuable about these four tacos. They're just fucking tacos. <laughs> They're just like, what's tacos. on these tacos? So, actually, oddly enough, the last time, I think Chris did do this campaign once before, and he found out that in the various tents, there's random weird ways to gain tacos. And if you have enough tacos, you can just bribe Bilge Cradle, and he'll just give you his armor and stuff for free and leave the town alone. So that's just kind of an alternate way that I made to win the one-shot. Maybe we have discovered it if someone didn't attack everything that moved that wasn't a player character or McPuffin. I'm, I uh, believe war is one of the truest expressions of civilization and struggle. Also, and I feel blood. like since I'm wearing my sombrero, I feel obligated to say pinche gringo. Because that's what I am. So, is this the part? Racist. Yeah, this is the end of the podcast, so we can all shill our shit now. So, Nick, you've already vaguely told yourself about stumps. I forgot what I was saying. Anyways, tell them where they can find your stuff and buy your stuff, because your stuff is neat, Chris keeps telling me, and I keep forgetting to buy it. It's on RPG. Just type in five cataclysms, and everything that isn't free is mine. But it's worth paying for if you run any kind of OSR system. And of course, Crow, where can we catch you? Don't know what else to say. <laughs> you can find me on my YouTube channel, which currently is named Cobird, but I'm probably thinking about changing the name to rebrand something a little bit easier to find. Uh, but I'm also a writer for two guys playing Zelda, and I'm on Twitter, and I'm on Twitch. So the names are always the same. Come find me. I do stuff sometimes. Yeah. And once I get a mix amp for my better mic, I will start actually doing shit productively again. And then maybe we'll do I that guess. other podcast that we do that I keep reminding you of every time you're on the podcast and you're like, yeah, we'll get back to that sometime. Yeah. One of these days. And of course, my magnificent-ish co-host, Chris. <laughs> Hi, I'm Christopher Audette. I put uh, some... What the fuck? No weird middle name? Come on. Christopher Just Audet. <laughs> Excellently played. Uh, you can find uh, House of Flowers and, uh, on Drive-Thru RPG. It's an adventure for Five Cataclysms uh, specifically, and any D&D-ish slash OSR-ish system. Uh, and you can pick that up for any price, including the low, low price of zero dollars and zero cents. Uh, we 
Nick and I also co-wrote Five Cataclysms Core Rules Beta Edition, which is a work in progress that may contain some ideas you like, which you can also pick up for any price you like. Uh, I would also, once again, highly recommend Nick's adventures, including Mad Mask Spire, in which uh, we nearly died to correctly pyramid stacking face chesty monsters because uh, despite their lack of coordination, they managed to form a perfect human pyramid like cheer like uh, cheerleaders and beat up one of the last people left alive. They so, all rolled backs on their dex checks. It wasn't supposed to happen. So, buy that adventure and see if that can happen to you too. It includes uh, famous antagonist Hagatha, who is a hag and an itha. Uh, full well worth the price of $5. Also has references to Banjo-Kazooie for what that's worth. Recommend playing uh, Gruntilda's theme for if you you ever fight Hagatha. Oh, it says it in the key. Music okay. Gruntilda theme. Does it really? I think so, it should. <laughs> if I was doing music suggestions at the time, anyways. Okay. Alright, and of course I am... You'll also know what Goobob is if you get that. <laughs> yeah. And of course I am... Spoiler alert, you do not want to put it on a <laughs> And of course, I am interrupted yeah, every interrupted. time I try to fucking introduce myself, even though I'm the host of the goddamn podcast. No show for you. <laughs> My name is Sean Michael Patrick Thompson, and of course, you can call us here. So I'm Circle Circle Four, Circle Fifth, Four, Circle Nine, Nine. And you're Hermy Hermy Jimmy. Sorry, I'm Sean Michael Patrick Thompson. You can catch me on Two Guys Playing Zelda.com. Two Guys Playing Zelda Gaming. Uh, I do all sorts of stuff. My uh, review is up now for Final Fantasy VII Remake, which was fucking great. If you haven't played it, go fucking buy it. If you don't have a PS4, go fucking buy it. A fucking PS4, you stupid cunt. And this beer is not very good, but if you put a bit of gin in it, it is decent-ish, but until you're like halfway through, and then you're like, no, nah, this is shit again. I should chug this. Anyways, I give it a fucking chug this out of ten. If you want to get drunk, it's sure. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> I think he's had too much to drink. <laughs> As, uh, that, that was my point of fucking drinking a 15.7 and a fucking car bomb before he started. <laughs> if, if Every time he puts one down, it sounds like they're just going into a heap of cans. <laughs> Well, Any claim? What's you know, I got his two bottles with me. With cans. If we had, Goodness. If we had support any Tell claim. Nua and Golden City Brewery. They are fucking amazing. If you live in the Colorado area and you have not checked them out, go check them out. If not, then go like support one of your craft breweries or craft distilleries because they need the money right now because people are fucking hurting. So check out all your craft distilleries, craft breweries around you. And now it's the last part of the podcast where. We talk about oh, random shit until somebody says something really weird, and then I cut off the podcast. So who wants to start us off? Penis. Did that work? I mean, I got nothing for that. You know, everyone, I mean, most of everyone's got one, has experienced one. They're pretty if, mundane when you think about not it. Not everybody. I mean, there's chicks in the world. 
Well, yeah, but, you know, they have penis constantly flung at them, so... You don't have any of those chicks at penises. The market is full of dick. <laughs> the market is saturated with dick. The market is saturated with dick. Dick and dick is a saturated commodity. If if you wanna if you really wanna sell your dick, you gotta have something special to stand out. I mean, you know you know the term saturated fats? That's not some science term. It's just it's just dick. Like you just you open up a tub of butter, it's just a dick in there stand <laughs> looking right yeah. back up. <laughs> I will never see my popcorn the same again. <laughs> if, I'm just gonna rub some dick over my morning toast. Buy dick futures. People give me some of that melted dick. If you want to buy dick futures, they'll pay you thirty six dollars to take dick off their hands. God damn! Uh, wow, I thought I I thought I was educated, but I didn't know dick about this. <laughs> That was the least offensive pun I think I've heard because it just worked. I'm like slightly drunk, so there's like the arrow is slightly like moving around inside of the recording area. So there's going to be like this random arrow popping in and out of the top screen for a little while, and then it's going to be like moving around when I'm explaining this random bullshit that I'm talking about. Uh, I feel like your definition of slightly drunk is mine for just drunk. It's possible. I mean, <laughs> we could also do the other thing that we do on the podcast sometimes, which you is called "What You Plan." So uh, we could figure out how to accidentally go into something awkward that way. So "What You Plan" is a segment on the podcast where Chris and I talk about what kind of video games we're playing recently. What so ever happened? Chris brings a thing. Well, Chris can't bring a thing to my house right now because there's a virus and shit. But you know what? Fuck that. I brought a thing. I have the Legend of Zelda Encyclopedia right the fuck here, and it is in a Nintendo oh, cartridge cool. like something fucking cool. And it comes out, and it's cool I have that shit. cartridge. I want it. That is <gasps> Wait, actually really cool. I have a golden cartridge of the first game. Who wants to buy it? Taking bids. I have one at my parents' house or maybe my brother's house somewhere. Um, it's fucking cool. Yeah, the gold cartridge thing was like a really cool thing. I haven't actually got through all of this yet, but the Zelda Encyclopedia is actually pretty sweet. Um, it's got a lot of info on the timeline and just random Zelda trivia and stuff that you never knew that you wanted to know, like how the uh lady that you give a buttload of cuckoos to in Ocarina of Time is the brother of the crazy fuck in the middle of the forest. Wait, she's the brother, brother? of the crazy fucking forest? <laughs> no, her brother is the crazy fucking forest. Ah. And they are both, the, their parent is the potion hag that you go to also within that side quest. And their father is the craftsman guy that, that gives you the poacher saw that you give to his So shit. there's two families in Kakarika Village. Yeah, basically, there's a lot of incest. Oh wait, wait, wait! Three Skulltula family. So, do you think the do you think the Skull Kid from Lost Woods is secretly the blue-haired kid from Majora's Mask? And if so, why is he marrying his sister? Because Tingle's dad is the guy that runs the bazaar. Oh yeah, that doesn't answer my question. <laughs> uh.
Well, in that case, penis. <laughs>